Blog Talk Radio. TV. So we'll get to that in just a moment. First, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. This is all the ways to get at us live and otherwise. If you want to have your voice heard on this here show, there are two ways of going about that. First way, give us a call. Hit up the constellation lines and get in line and we will talk to you on this here show tonight. 347-202-0103 is the number to call. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. Second way to have your voice heard is to drop us a voicemail, which uh, <laughs> we've had one in the in the wings for the last two weeks. That I've you you never read up? Yeah. Well, the first was that day I couldn't get on and had to use a different browser. <clears throat> and then last week I just, just plum forgot. Uh, so I'll try to remember to get to the voicemail tonight. Uh, but that voicemail number is 415-787-5229. Once again, it's 415-787-5229. You've got three minutes to voice uh, questions, comments. you got a rant in you, do it there on the voicemail line, 415-787-5229. Uh, you can hit us up on the email. The mailbag is always open. Constantly being refreshed. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Indicate whether you are VIP or non VIP or what, what segment of the show you'd like your email written or read. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Find my personal Twitter at Travlord. Find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E, Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage. Find us on Facebook. Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch. You will see the logo, Cam in Mind's face, the burgundy background. Click on it. Like us. Share us on your timeline. Tag your wrestling buddies in it. Um, Get them involved in the situation. You know how it works. Uh, oh, and happy birthday to a uh, longtime original Lino, uh, Derek Price, uh, one of our first sponsors. Remember when we used to do them? <laughs> uh, so happy birthday, Derek. <clears throat> um, oh, and the album is out? Or it's out for 
people that uh, Kickstarter folks or Indiegogo folks. But yeah, they're doing things. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, so yeah, like the page, share it on your timeline, tag your pals in it. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Cam, where are we going to start today? What's the uh, what's the A story uh, going the into? The only appropriate place to start. Um, and just let me. I think I think this is important to get the wording a hundred percent correct. So let's okay. start here. The code is nineteen dash one three two nine two three for Grand Theft, twenty four hundred North Monroe Street at seven thirteen p.m. The victim reported the theft of his championship wrestling belt while he was eating inside Longhorn Steakhouse. The victim stated he arrived at the Millionaire Club Airport Terminal and placed the belt inside his rented limousine. The limo driver shuttled the victim to Longhorn for dinner. The victim remained at Longhorn while the limo driver returned to the airport. The victim had taken the wrong luggage from the airport, and the driver took it back to the terminal. When the driver picked up the victim from the restaurant, the belt was missing. Responding officers searched the limo and airport for the belt without success. On-call CID was consulted, and forensics responded to the scene. Victim, Christopher Jericho Irvine, white male, born 11-9-1970. Unless you've been living under a rock, Chris Jericho, who won the AEW um, inaugural title match the very first AEW world champion lost the AEW world champion not to another wrestler but to the airport and the limo company a day after he won it and it has since been recovered but that will yeah. not stop the jokes from flying nor will it stop yeah the, yeah, the jokes the memes It's it's been a whirlwind of <laughs> The last 24 hours, you know, just with this, <laughs> because the initial, oh, is it a work? Is it a, is, is it real? Because that, that wrestling thing that happens with anything um, uh, uh, with pro wrestling or pro wrestlers um, uh, outside of the ring. So you had that thing, and I couldn't tell. And I thought, this is a work that they're turning into a shoot. And then the Adam uh, Adam Page uh, meme starts showing. No, he he gets on Twitter and start and 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 you know basically says you hate to see it, <laughs> you know. And then the, his thread is filled, his mentions are filled with uh, okay cowboy, you know, outlaw, I, I, you know, sticky fingers, you know, just it's uh, it's been fun. But under all that, like fat fun and all the kiki and everything. If this is a complete work, uh, which I don't think it is, I don't think from start to finish it's a work, you can't do that. <laughs> right? You can't, you, you know, you read off a damn police, you know, a damn uh, uh, confirmation number. Right? I mean, it's not that. And if somebody know, who's seen police, police reports, report that's probably. what a police report looks like. <laughs> that is absolutely what it looks like. So I actually do everything the up and up, and I mean that by the theft. And I hope it was, a, I hope it was an honest theft. <laughs> uh, and they're not just working people and using the goddamn 
local and state resources to, to pull shenanigans. But again, I don't think they would do that. It would, whew, what a yeah. And on the back end, like, I understand getting out ahead of it and even turning it into a thing after the fact. Like, and it's not even. It doesn't make AEW look bad to me. Like this no. has happened to people before. Um, and and it, this incident being what it is, um, if we're to believe that this was at all like alcohol related, like WWE's had worse things happen in the last two months, you know. So it, it's not like no laws were broken, you know. And I, and I and I don't think it even speaks to Jericho as a, a professional. Sometimes you misplace your luggage. I lost a whole car because I went to a birthday party. People like, lose people. <laughs> you know, thinking, like a kid like, left his keys in the bathroom yesterday, and I'm sure you went crazy looking for him. Like this is police the thing. officers um, leave their guns in the shitter all the time. Yeah, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. Um, <laughs> so, so like, I feel like in fairness, we should segue that into um, AEW's um, All Out Weekend, um, complete with our buddy Rich doing fantastic journalistic work. Um, yeah, just really, really making things happen. And it's funny, we have to have a conversation. If he's on, great, but like we have to have a conversation about StarCast 4 that you and I might not be able to go to because we have stuff to do here. But, um, you know, Rich doing great work, asking the tough questions. And AEW, I mean, putting on, you know, another, um, another show with very high-quality work, a show that definitely had its issues, um, but overall, like putting on a good wrestling product, um, and you know, kind of their last big show headed into into TV, I think, like rubbed a lot of people the right way, left a lot of people yeah. uh, feeling good about what they're doing. So, yeah. After two somewhat let down shows, and I mean, and I'm talking about like how it was, was you know, the response to it, and, and, and Twitter, and then people talking about it on podcasts and all that kind of stuff. This has been a market difference than the last two, Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fall. Uh, I have not seen All Out yet, but judging, and I'm trying to stay away, obviously I know who won the big matches, but um, but but hearing the, just how people felt around it, just the tone of their tweets and their conversation, it, it is. It was not. This is a you know like like fighter fest and that and that fight for the fallen show guy. Uh, this was all wow match of the year. Um, what <laughs> that guy's on a horse, you know, just like all like positive oohs and ahs kind of. Not that mm-hmm. you didn't get a ton of. I didn't hear, certainly. I didn't. Maybe people just aren't talking about it, but I didn't hear all the the groaning of the undercard or the, the, the nonsense stuff that they might have done on in, in matches and in here here yeah. that. So that part is uh is, is yeah, when you look at the, at their big matches, um being the uh you know the the four matches with their with their main event guys, your Omega and uh and Pac, your Bucks and Lucha Brothers. Your uh, Cody and Sean Spears, and your Jericho and Paige. Like, like the biggest thing you hear about them is how physical they were, and I think that 
that's where AEW distinguishes themselves from, from WWE, which has plenty of athleticism, but at times, um, you know, not the physicality, like every, and not that it should, but, you know, every match isn't Aleister Black Cesaro. You know, that's just not what they're built for. Um, right. But those things are getting are getting high marks. Um, you know, kind of the thing that, that I've heard less than some of the reviews about is the Women's Battle Royal, but a lot of that has to do with production value. Um, you know, different times they would cut away from, from the action for somebody to cut out and it'd be a big spot going on and stuff like that. And, you know, the, the, the jury's still out on, you know, Nyla Rose as first title contender um, because of how green she is, you know. Um, and there's probably another conversation that we need to have when we get to that point about criticism around her. But, yeah, overall the show's getting good marks. Um you know, people are very curious about what they're doing with Omega, who you figure with Moxley to be the top guy that they push. Seems to me like they're doing a, a kind of redemption story or a, um, you know, a refocusing story when they get the TV, but there's time for that. So, yeah, I mean, overall, a, um, you know, a good response to what they're doing. Yeah. It, yeah. It's been it, – the, the response has been uh, – I mean, I don't think I've seen anything. I hadn't, I didn't know the thing about. And again, I didn't pay. I didn't watch the show, so I'm not seeking conversation because I want to get. I don't want to get completely spoiled and, and, and you know for every little thing. But I just hadn't heard a ton of uh, negative stuff, which I was all all ready for because I thought, well, this will be a third show in a row. It'll be lackluster, and I'll be mm-hmm. complaining about it for the next. You know, until TV, and, but it seems uh, seems 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 different, and that's boy, am I glad glad for that. So, did not want mm-hmm. to spend the next three or four weeks talking about how uh, how you know shoddy of a pay per view they had. This happened, just you know, they don't need that. We don't need that. So, um, yeah, good, a good, and another. As far as Starcast, you talked about like Rich's uh, <clears throat> involvement and just Starcast as an event. I mean, sidled, sidled up, um, sidled up to uh, to the AEW show. But that that Starcast weekend was just another uh, success. Another like clear, obvious. Like they already put out Starcast for stuff, tickets go on sale the end of this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, plat- with a platinum something something bundle. Like, y'all. I think it's in Baltimore. Yeah, and I mean, when I saw it was in Baltimore, I was immediately like, well, you know, that's great. Like, I have vacation time. I can go visit family. You know, I can get up there the nights I need to. Like, that'll be great. And then I see Comic Con is the exact same weekend. Same weekend. And I'm like, yep. <coughs> oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's a, we'll just have to split the team, and you know, yeah. And, it, and it makes uh, it's like, well, that gives more, uh, especially for me, that gives more more initiative or more kind of uh, juice to well, might as well make make. You know, Wizard World in Austin, uh, uh, make it worth 
you know, make that weekend worthwhile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just dreading parking. Shit, already. <laughs> it's eight weeks away. I'm like, I don't want to. Or, or I'm thinking of, uh... yeah, yeah, never mind. I got lost in my own conversation. Um, let's bring it over to uh, WWE TV. Uh, we've got some, you know, yeah, major I mean, happening. Some, uh, some, yeah. some. Some, yeah, some, some big-time character developments. Yeah, I kind of said earlier, like at least past her initial month, I'll say, um, I think it's the most intense reaction that Bailey's gotten on here on SmackDown. Um, and starting off with Raw. But basically, um, you know, Sasha Banks' return. We know she's challenging Becky Lynch. We know that uh, Charlotte's challenging Bailey, And so... You know, a big portion of Monday night was Bailey's thoughts on the Sasha Banks situation. And, you know, she kind of stated, like, you know, that's my best friend. Like, of course, like, we talked about this. Like, of course, I'm with my best friend, this and that. Um, and that leads to, um, during the Champion Showcase match, Champion Showcase, for some reason, for um, a title that's been around for five months, saying it's the first time ever, it's really weird. Um, that's like you going to a job and saying it's your first six month an- six month anniversary ever. Like, no, yeah, I know, because I've been here six months. Thank you. Um, but yeah, uh, women's tag champs uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss versus Raw women's our uh, Raw women's champion uh, Becky Lynch and SmackDown women's champion Bailey. So um, yeah, match kind of breaks down when Sasha attacks Becky. Um, has a chair, starts to attack her. Bailey stops her in her tracks, takes the chair from her, and then proceeds to beat down Becky to a monster reaction from the crowd. Um, so it's clear they're aligned with each other. Bailey comes out the next night on SmackDown and really has not altered course. Like, um, I got to give it to my man Meal TV, who was like, "Well, I don't think that Bailey's necessarily turning heel." Um, now I'm not saying that she hasn't, but she basically said, "Hey." I'm still setting the same example I've always tried to set to people. Um, the people sure. who are closest that's to you, that's what you have to stand by. And I was like, well, shit, okay. I, I see the vision um, because all of us have friends who are dead wrong about things, who we tell them in private that they're dead wrong, and nobody else is allowed to say it. That's kind of how adulthood is. Um, but, yeah, she seems to be steadfast in that. Um you know, her and and then Charlotte even still. Charlotte did not change alignment. Charlotte acknowledged how selfish she was, what she was about. And then Sasha and Bailey proceeded to beat her down with chairs as well. So that's where we stand. Um the four horsewomen, um, in probably as a collective, um, from a story standpoint, the best position the four of them have been in at the same time. Yeah, well I agree. I definitely would, but I would also say, as far as like, you know, heel face, whatever. There's a, an ob- there should be an obvious transition period for any character. Um, I, I think it's what I think when you take uh, Io Shirai coming out, like taking a week off after she turned beat down. Um, I'm trying to remember the 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 the, the, the events how they worked out. Did he lost and then after the match immediately beat up Shayna? What's her face gave her the chair, 
But then after, it was after he beat the hell out of uh, 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 Candace. That's when the two weeks later she comes out in the all black, and it's like, whoa. I, I think those are those can are the exception, right? Like Bailey turning heel can be a, a six month. Uh, I, I wouldn't put it that far out, but it can be a month long, week long, weeks long journey. She's not going to be this. She's not going to dress like this and act like that and do the ponytail and have those wacky wavy uh, been a, a year from now. I don't think she'll have them three or six months from now. But she's got to get yeah, to that yeah. point. I mean, when she came out with like, the dark hair and the tips, like a blue tips, like I talked about on Monday night with Wade, like Tuesday night, that would have been a little much. Right, but yeah, I, said, I, mean, I totally like, different. Did, I thought she was going to dance around it. She didn't. She leaned in. She leaned in to beat down Charlotte. I think it's just going to be a week by week. You saw the Instagram with them. I don't know. They might have been on, on the old picture. No, I, I didn't look at the date. The one where they're doing the Spider-Man when she's wearing the the the. the oh, it had to be old because because they were in the same wig. Yeah, because Sasha had the her role. You want to look at Ghost Riders so bad? Well, you want what? I said you want her to be Ghost Rider so bad. Come oh. on, with, the, with the all leather, with the spikes in the chain. Not, no, 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 but eventually, I, I, I think she's no, going I, I to I agree. Get, like a slow I think we're going to, is the right way as, to go. Absolutely. As, as, as Britt Whitmire said, uh, you know the the chick at the end of at the end of Greece who was like the good girl the whole movie then at the end she's got the leather coat and the cigarette and the hair and yeah you know what like that's got to be a process if she came out like at two with that it'd be like whoa what the fuck mm. but the fact that it happened at the end and you know it kind of makes sense but yeah I, I think Bailey will uh, I think uh, she's going to be a definitive heel. And Charlotte is going to be, uh, unfortunately, uh, a baby face. And I say unfortunately because just she's at her best. She's a heel, and, you know, uh, she just hasn't been the best baby face historically, but she'll be fine. Especially if you got a yeah. bunch of strong heels around there, like Sasha and, and Bailey and. But this uh, this is interesting. This will definitely give us stuff to talk about for the next for the next weeks and probably months. Yeah, and I mean, um, so yeah, that that's to be the big story on SmackDown. Um, you know, as, as you dive into it, Monday night we're gonna have uh, Stone Cold uh, officiate the the contract signing between Rollins and Strowman for the uh, for the Universal Title match. Um, you know, I like I, I even told you that like. Austin's definitely in a 360 with USA Network. Like, he might not have a deal with WWE, but they do. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to bring him, they're going to cross-promote the hell out of Steve Austin. So, yeah, he's, he's honoring that 360. He'll be at Raw Monday night. Um, weird finish uh, between Joe and Ricochet. Um, basically a double pin. Match wasn't restarted. They were both declared not the loser. And so Baron Corbin has three-way with them. Come uh, Monday night to determine the last or who uh, is the uh, finalist on the Raw side of King of the Ring, and then um, Chad Gable, man, 
Chad Gable and Andrade have a great match, as do Ali and Elias. Um, probably the, the best Elias match that I've seen. Um, Elias beats Ali clean. Gable uh, beats Andrade clean. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be the SmackDown uh, semifinal. And, uh, yeah, just been a, been a really cool tournament so far. Um, yeah, I, I want to give them a lot of credit for uh, how – them. I want to give Andrade, Selena, and Chad Gable, uh, Gable a lot of credit for what they were able to do with that match because they've been – the way they were able to get – I didn't think – I was like, they're going to – I didn't, wasn't sure that uh, Gable was going to win, but I, obviously I knew there was there was a chance, and I thought it was going to go over like uh, I was like if Gable wins, it's not going to it's going to go over like uh, you know a fart in church because he look how they look how they've been t- t- treating him the the whole tournament, but mm-hmm. he they're able to you know they talk a foot you know they were able to build him up, hey. You're whatever, but we're going to win, and we're going to walk through you and, you know, able to get people to go, oh, these snot-nosed, you know, arrogant punks, uh, come on, Gable, I don't care what they do. <laughs> How did you treat you? Like, you got to beat this guy. Mm-hmm. And they were able to then go out and wrestle that match and have those emotions in the, in the match. It was a really good match. And uh, yeah, it was a cool finish. And a really cool finish. That was, you know, like, wow. <laughs> You know, Rich is like, well, yeah, I saw that in progress two weeks ago or something. But, you know, I, I, I haven't, uh, you know, seen a, a counter like that. And, and Gable wins. And the crowd, you know, the whole match was, got, or the match got, they got into it, and then they popped like hell when Gable won and Selena's face afterwards. So they really made it work. So I want to give them all the I think they could. Pull it yeah. Um, you know, we somehow, after trying to commit homicide multiple times, Rowan as a match at Night of Champions with Roman Reigns. Um, yeah, that's how we resolve these things. Yeah. Now, I mean, Triple H, Rikishi, uh, you know, however, Hogan and Rock, you know, um, oh, little, yeah. little attempted murder typically gets you the big pay-per-view payoff. They haven't you even know, bought up the, the old head yet or since the look the look alike. Uh it's a mess. Like where was he? Like where did he come from then? Like was that did so did Brian did Brian find that guy and say, Hey Brian, this is this was the guy and Brian was like, Oh, that makes sense because they're selling it. They want us to believe Brian mm-hmm. was uh was duped and Rowan said, I don't need nobody. Nobody's pulling my foot. I'm not putting nobody's puppet. So he's like, oh, okay. He struck out on his own, whatever. And he's trying to make a move. Attempted murder, like Cam said, to get into the main event. Um, but they, but what, But that brings up, like, well, so who was that guy? Because Brian sure was <laughs> adamant that, uh, you know, the whole time, that whole show with the, with the, the old man under the hood. Yeah, so it's just not good storytelling is what it is. We should be able to go, oh, boom, boom, here's that dot, and here's this dot. Yeah. They naturally connect because there. And I'm like, I can't find that connection. Like, the missing thing is, there's no point in, like, 
I understand Buddy Murphy saying he thought it was Rowan, um, and then bringing in a guy who looks like Rowan. But yeah, you're missing the part where we see Rowan pay that guy off, or uh, you know he thinks his like you, you miss the it Eric is. Angle thing. You know what I mean? Like it's that you don't bring in a doppelganger um, to basically say, oh, he looked like him, but it wasn't him. Like, that's not a red herring. It's not what a red herring is at all. It's absolutely lazy storytelling. And so there's never the suspense. Um, and, and granted, they could be building to some big-time, dastardly plot with Thanos hanging out in the background. Like, that's very possible. But I don't know if this isn't compelling enough for that to be the case. No. Not even close. Um, and it kind of, you know, since since we've get, gotten some closure as far as like, okay, I guess the who done it part is officially over. Um, I have to, I can't give Daniel Bryan the, the benefit of the doubt anymore, like I did, like I had been doing for the last four weeks or so. I was like, ah, oh, he wouldn't be a part of this. It's all going to make sense at the end. And well, then he got dragged along, just like everybody else. So can't go and say, well, Brian wouldn't be a part of anything so stupid or lazy or whatever one of the adjectives you want to use. So that's good to know. Like, okay, he's, he's just a guy. He's, he's not above just give me my check. I fucking read the goddamn lines you write on the fucking paper. Like, okay, that's that's uh, where we're at. And that's cool, you know. All right. Um, Yeah, anything else from TV or that happened during the week that's uh, you could point out here at the top? Uh, I mean, I I feel like that's kind of of the big things. Talk to AEW. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I'm sorry, Cam. I'm I'm reacting to something. Yeah. Um... I mean, that's really about it. Like, we don't, like, you know, that thing happened to the Street Profits. Um, hopefully that resolves itself. Um, <laughs> you know, like, that's, that's about it. Um, Wait, what do you mean? see. Dave Batista's in Gears of War 5. That's really cool. Um, cool entertainment crossover there. Um, I don't get that. Like, why is that, like, a... tournament challenge for secondary title. I think that plays better. Um, let's see. Really quick, we could talk about um, about the Nyla Rose thing. Um, and I don't... Do you know the wrestler's name? 
So I know what wrestler's name. The, the, the wrestler who kind of was up in arms about Nyla Rose uh, getting a oh. shot at the uh, at the women's title. No, you would be. You're probably going to tell me something I, I didn't okay. know. Okay, so some independent wrestler, um, a guy we never really heard of, was mm-hmm. basically like Nyla Rose shouldn't be. Uh, but Nyla Rose shouldn't be, and shouldn't have a chance of being the inaugural AW Women's Champion because Nyla Rose isn't a woman. Women should be upset. And kind of the crux of it was she has an unfair advantage against women. And it's like, so, like, let's, 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 yeah, let's not get upset. Let's just talk about this in, in, in a logical way because – We we are upset about it because it's stupid. But I want to say this. Shinsuke Nakamura has an advantage against The Miz because, at least stylistically, he seems to be martial arts trained. Okay? Brock Lesnar has an advantage against everybody he wrestles because he has at least 50 pounds on all of them. Um, The idea that... The idea that Nyla Rose has an advantage against women because genetically she wasn't born a woman is understandable until you remember that there's a person with a notebook who writes down what happens in wrestling. I do personally have issues with trans women competing and smashing records and beating the shit out of women in combat sports. I have... My personal issues with that, I don't have it with Nyla Rose on pro wrestling TV or, you know, in the pro wrestling context. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like, so, so, so I someone mean, that even would, might have an issue or certain uh, uh, yeah. uh, questions like, man, is this, should we just go all out with this? But in a pro wrestling context with something that it's like, when we, no, no, no. Yeah, when we talk, how, like, uh, no. when we talk track and field, when we talk MMA, yeah, like there, there's a, a real conversation to have um, until you have things like uh, the, the female track performer who just had more testosterone than everybody and couldn't compete, like right. which was just, no, I just, have, I just have the same genetic advantage that a lot of people have. And so, but that's a different conversation. But, but that's the thing, Travis. Like I understand where you're coming from when you're talking about Something actually based off of competition, right? Um, and there's and, and and people, there, there's pushback, and rightfully so, to my you know there's a sign you know when you start arguing bone density and the person's shoulder and how big somebody's hands are, there are there are responses that uh, trans athletes and and medical people that know a lot more than me uh, say about that, and that's a conversation that had be had back and forth. Whether you, which no matter which side you're on, but again, when we start talking about the difference is it's a conversation. This is not a conversation. This is somebody yelling into the wind. Like it's it's different. Yeah, this is somebody exposing themselves more than like yeah, like like you're just mad because you don't like trans. Like that makes you upset. Exactly. Wouldn't matter if she won it or lost it. Like, you would still be mad. What do you mean women should be upset? Let women fucking make their themselves. That was the last sentence. Like, you do all this to tell women how they should feel. 
<laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 the wrestling community kind of collectively shat on that kid. Good luck to him. Yeah. Good luck to him. Hopefully black kid, too, so you feel bad. You're like, oh, guy, you're not helping your case. Oh. Hopefully he's a kid, and, you know, he has a chance to grow out of it and learn something. Learn to shut the fuck up. Yeah, that and it's help. free. And then it's free. It should be said that I think property taxes are due because The Undertaker will be on SmackDown on Tuesday. <laughs> All right, let's talk to some folks. 347-202-0103. That is the number to call. Get in queue. You know what? Before we talk to any. Goddamn body. Let me play this email. I think it's from uh, it's from Corey with a K. East Coast Cast, what's up? Uh, this is Corey. Whoops. East Coast Cast, what's up? Uh, this is Corey from Brooklyn. Corey with a K on Twitter and all that. Um, question is NXT Centric's three parter. First part is um, after they move. The USA, do you still consider them at all a developmental? Part two, uh, what do you think holds more weight when it comes to the like the perception of NXT? Is it do you think Vince having any input on it has more of a negative impact than them being on USA every week has a positive impact? Like, what do you think holds more weight? And the third part is uh, like three three main roster wrestlers that you think would benefit from a move to NXT. Like my three would be Ember Moon, Luke Harper, and maybe like Apollo Crews or even Chad Gable. Chad Gable, Chad Gable, Luke Harper, Ember Moon. Give me your three. All right, you guys take it easy. I think Vince not having his hands on it has uh, is worth more than it being on USA. Yeah, Triple H came out and said that. Yeah, Triple H sat down with it for an interview. Oh, 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 Travis, my God, sorry. Uh, we talking about big stories. I think Tyler Bate and Walter got match of the year. I genuinely think that. Yeah. 43 minutes, hard-hitting, nonstop, watching a 175-pound guy throw around a 300-pound guy. A clean finish with a clothesline. I absolutely think that they got match of the year right now. Um, wow. And that would be like the second time for Tyler Bate, who just is – fantastic to me. Um, that's the best I've seen Walter so far, even against Pete Dunne. Um, yeah. NXT Cardiff was very good. To me, that's WWE match of the year right now. Sounds like, sounds like Tyler Bates probably should never have lost the uh, UK Championship. Well, no, Pete Dunne has something different than he has. Uh, I mean, they're both I bad bitches, say- but like, he's a different kind of bad bitch. So, yeah. Um, with that said, um, but let's let's take it from the beginning. 
yes, I do still consider NXT a developmental league because college football is still very much a developmental league for NFL football, even if it beats it in the ratings sometimes. Like, that's literally what it is. So, yes. Um, and they, they, even though they say they don't, they work for the same people. Like, the NFL literally has a free developmental league called college football that they get to pick and choose from. Um, so, yes, I still consider it a developmental. Um, yeah, Triple H, during an interview for NXT UK, uh, Cardiff came out and said, no, like, there's no truth to this being, like, Vince McMahon taking the reins of this. It's still very much me. So I take that at, at, at face value. You want to kind of cover those two things first? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm glad Triple H came out and said that, that, uh, I never. That wasn't something I was worried about. That I'm, I'm fairly comfortable in, in. Like if Vince wanted to do something with NXT, it's that thing of, like if I wanted to hurt you, I'd have been hurt. Like what are you doing? Like you don't trust me by now. And I know that's tough with WWE trusting them with anything. But it's like no, if 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 there was had been so many chances, we just see how Triple H is able to. You know, work around, manipulate Vince in some cases. At least that's how it looks and it's how it's reported sometimes. Like when he didn't, when he got a bunch of NXT talent and it was like Cass and what's his face, who the Triple H also shot down those rumors. Uh, Cass and uh, Enzo. And he sent like a bunch of like, it didn't matter to, to NXT's like core. Apollo Crews, you know, but he was able to keep, like, Finn and Joe, and all these, you know, like, eventually they go up, but mm-hmm. it, it, it seems like he's been able to work a certain type of magic with NXT when it comes to Vince and WWE production. And I don't find, I don't have any reason to think that that would stop because they're going and I don't want to say just because they're going to the USA, but I, I really, I, it, yeah, I, I, I trust Triple H, the manager. I trust Triple H as a COO or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've been talking about this since 2012. Like, it's amazing how a guy that's gotten got so much shit uh, uh, as a wrestler and as a, you know, it's just like savior to those same people. A roadblock to Vince's bullshit in a lot of ways. He's been able to keep his baby. Uh, you know how when you have you have a, you know the, the the kid that's uh, you know parents are you know, uh, you know super fit and healthy and don't you know no sugar and no this and that. But if it's like, hey, your kid has to go out into the world and be with other kids who have pockets full of snacks and parents and, you know, it's just like, that's how it is. So if you're able to, you know, keep your kid, you know, relatively uh, uh, high fructose corn syrup free uh, and not be a dick about it, that's, the, you know, mm-hmm. you don't want to be that, you know, be that parent. And I think they've walked that line of uh, Triple H being able to keep his baby safe. 
then uh, and not be a, not be a dick to the other parent. So to speak. That analogy works at all. The third part oh, was three, three people, people you think could benefit from 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 being in NXT. Uh, yeah, going from the main top. roster and going back down to NXT. You got any help uh, coming to mind? Well, and, and, you know, I hate when somebody takes the time to shoot us an email and then, like, when you go over there, it sounds like you're shitting on the email or the voicemail. Like, I'm not, oh. but, like... So his first one was Ember Moon. I, I don't think that's going to benefit Ember Moon. Um, I think that she's performing at – she performs at a high enough level to where she's in the upper echelon of performers on the women's roster now. I don't think there's anything for her to gain in NXT. Um, some, some good matchups, but that's, like, for everybody else, not necessarily for her. I think she's she's where she needs to be. She just could be treated a bit better. Um you know, I, I do think that a Luke Harper would benefit from that um, because just the same way a Killian Dane does, um, a chance to see Luke Harper just in a different atmosphere against different guys. I think that's different than Ember Moon, who we've seen that with. Um, yeah. Apollo Crews, of course. Like, absolutely, I agree with that. Um, yes, that, that, would be, that would be all right. Um, my, my people would be... Uh, Let's see. I'll try to go the same route. If there was one female performer, uh, Liv Morgan, um, and that's not a knock on her. I just think that as a character, she was treated better. When she was down there, she was given more individuality. I found her more interesting at that time. Um, so, so Liv Morgan or, or uh, Sonya Deville, who I just think um, didn't really get a chance to show what she was while she was down there, um, even though she's just fine now. Um is there like a larger wrestler that I feel that way about? Um, dude, probably not really. I mean, everybody who's on the main roster, I, I mean, it's way too late, Travis, but Shelton Benjamin NXT title run. When I look at what he did with, uh, with Alistair Black, even though that was a short match, that'd be great. Um, you know, like, you got a Cesaro moonlighting in NXT UK. That could be okay. Um, is, is there a third wrestler? I, I actually agree with Apollo well, Crews because when he left, he was maybe the the third, number three baby face in NXT. Came up because it seemed like a thing to do. Um, so I think he would probably be good down there. It but, was, uh, it was uh, again, it was that one of those moments where Triple H was like, I'd rather send this guy than a guy that I really counting on to, to 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 anchor the next two, three, four takeovers. So San Apollo Cruz and this no one cares tag team or not no one cares, but this tag team that, you know, yeah. Um uh, I I mean I wrote a whole column a couple years ago, two years ago about uh how Baron Corbin and Nia Jax should have spent another year in NXT, um, but it's too late. You know, especially yeah. Corbin. Well, he's progressing now. I mean, it's, it's you know, it just we had to go through the growing pains and him being on TV. You know, that that kind of stuff. Um, 
and and Nia Jax, it's like, eh, I, I think it's just once you like we've seen her, you know, she's won championships. Yeah, you know, we've seen her at this level. It would be it would be a, it would seem like too much of a step down, I think. And the whole point is, who would it help? Um, I think it's helped Tyler Breeze. I agree with the uh, Luke Harper one. I don't. I, I guess with uh, Apollo Cruz, with the caveat, uh, that's not a caveat because if he went back to NXT, they would retool him and he would. He would. Yeah. So that's, I don't even have to say. Well, as long as they like, dude, he's not this same goofy guy. It's like, well, no, he wouldn't be because that's just the nature of NXT. Um, mm-hmm. <sighs> Uh, Jack Gable's a good one. Um, go to NXT and find a partner to come back to the main roster with. That would be, because I don't think Chad Gable, singles, single star, is on the horizon. I don't care what they do with him in this uh, King of the Ring, even if he, like, gets over as his underdog. Like, nah, I don't, I don't know if that's a long-term I don't see, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that would be my goal. Send him to NXT, find somebody that 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 he makes that makes sense. Team with them, make that a, a good act, and then come to the main roster again a year and a half or so later. So is is the end game for this whole Roman Rowan and Brian thing a Brian Rowan match? Like. I, Oh, I just no, don't no, no, feel no. like they were, they were so invested in them as a team that that being the end game no. is is like this great thing unless, like, Rowan would have to beat Rain and beat Brian and then challenge Kofi. And we'd have to care. I don't see that. The caring part. I don't see them beating Roman and Brian either. <laughs> I don't see a lot of this happening. Yeah, I I don't see that happening, but to me, that's the only way this is, like, a worthwhile thing that they did. Yeah, it's it's, it's like, you're starting to go, man, this is the guy they picked. You know, this is the guy they decided to, uh, you know, give the big, the big Rowan Reigns storyline with weeks long uh, Mercy Road treatment and blah 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 like this guy I mean he talked and you know he's fine but you know he's yelling at a guy and laying on the ground that's not exactly a hard thing to do you know do your growly mean guy impression I, I yeah I, I don't I don't know I'm thinking Brian even though he got attacked by Rowan, he gets treated he gets treated like a bad guy. Right? And like I like fam, I didn't have nothing to do with this. <laughs> right? Like, why are y'all still treating me like I had something like I was, you know, the main culprit or something? Like, come on. Nobody cuts him any slack, and that like turns him extra heel. And maybe he forgives Rowan, and maybe he goes, you know what, Rowan, I get it. 
<laughs> and they're still connected. Ain't no fucking way Eric Rowan, who be, who because he's in a match and feud with Roman Reigns, all of a sudden they bring his name, they bring his first name back. Because it's way too confusing to be saying Roman Rowan. Yeah. So, yeah. Here we got some uh, silver lining, I guess. Um, yeah, I think we uh, thoroughly, uh, well, I think I don't think I gave three people, but. Uh, oh, they took, they took a woman, uh, Lacey Evans. Cause yeah, yeah, man, she was she was she was. I don't know what they did in it with her in NXT because character wise she's, she's good and, and I dig her gimmick, but in the ring she's just so hard to watch and like always just like. And if it, if I'm as a fan thinking about it, imagine if you're in the ring where your body and shit is on the line. Mm-hmm. I would be thinking every move, like, is she got it? She got she good? Is her footing secure? And I don't know what it was in NXT. They were able, maybe I wasn't paying close attention, but they were able to uh, hide her deficiencies in the ring way better. than again, maybe it's because she's it's higher profile, put more eyes, and the magic for longer and more physical and more intense. That certainly could be it, but yeah, I, I'd say Lacey Evans hasn't been on air too long with that gimmick on the main roster that it would seem uh, it would, it would more like Nia Jax. Uh, yeah, send her back to NXT. She could do that thing. She could have. She could even resent it. You know, that could be her 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 her, her angle. She mm-hmm. don't even want to be there. Gotta wrestle you nasties. That'd be a way to turn Shannon Baszler babyface if you wanted to for whatever reason. I think she certainly could. All right. Thanks, Corey. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, we keep coming up with Travis. We didn't talk about Tony Storm what? showing up uh, to challenge Shayna Baszler. That's uh, Rhea, Rhea yeah. Ripley. Get it? Get it? Rhea Ripley. I apologize. Yes. You know, you wear enough studs, and you're from over there. I, I get you the key. Yeah, Rhea Ripley showing up. Uh, what is she? Triple H Earth Four. Yeah, showing up to get hers. Um, speaking of speaking of studs, Rhea Ripley showed up on the NXT. Yeah, no, it's um, it certainly gives Shayna Baszler not a step like like when she fought when she wrestled. Okay, Bianca, because of Bianca's positioning, the role she was on, um, the fact that she is a, a, a good athlete and all that. We're like, oh, okay, I can see her winning, uh, winning the title and, and ending and ending her. No, didn't happen. And then whoever was next, EO, same thing, because for different reasons. EO's uh, uh, physical and this, and she's got uh-huh. Japanese style and what. No, and then Mia Yim. Again, different reasons why you could convince yourself. But after that, it's like, fuck, who they got left that they're going to – I don't care what kind of run Candice LeRae goes on. She don't have a chance, and I will never believe it. Um, so who, who, who? And their answer was 
very uh, very convincing. Like, well, if anybody can, it's Rhea Ripley. And the crowd bought it. Not just what I'm talking about, but her as a character. It's not like she's, they, they, that's wearing a friggin' um, um, wherever they are in Florida. Full sale. That's a full sale crowd. They're a pretty knowledgeable crowd, but she came out. Uh, they everybody knew who she was and knew what she knows what she can do, and it instantly uh, worked. And mm-hmm. they're onto something. They're onto something with that. Yeah. All right. Um, We've got Mike on the line. We'll talk to Mike in Brooklyn in a couple of weeks. Let's bring Mike on. There we go. Mike, what's going on? What up? Tell us what's going on. Trash. Ken, what's going on? Oh, what's the deal, man? Ain't shit. Ain't talking to you guys in a, you know, in a couple of weeks, man. Just been sitting back, you know, trying to let everything gather and manifest. I've been watching, you know, everything on Hulu because I've been just moving towards the end of the summer. But, um, yeah. you know, just to add on what you said, Trav, yeah, do kind of look dim on the women's side, like on the come up from NXT. I know they found a couple um, other ladies a while back. Um, it was uh, Chelsea Green and somebody else, but... Yeah, Mike. Kind of, Mike, kind of I'm so good. sorry. I don't know if I said it's grim. I don't. I just yeah. saying uh, specifically with uh, uh, Shayna's challenger. You know who would be? They got. They got plenty of women in the pipeline that all they would need yeah. is a few weeks of TV. Yeah, really, really I think they would need that. I mean, she's on TV, yeah. but you know, as far as Guys, yeah. really quickly. Um, yeah, you talk about the women's division. That's a great uh, thing I forgot. So, Casey Catanzaro and oh, yeah. uh, right. and uh, who's my girl and Kylie Ray both retired from wrestling. Like, yeah, and you got to think Kylie right. Ray was, um, you know, in line to like, you know, be be a player. In uh, in NXT, so it's kind of like well, you know, I'm, and I'm sure she had her reasons, but it's just like man, um, you know. Yeah, they said it was some type of back injury. I don't know if it was kayfabe or not, but they saying that. And on the Kylie Ray front, um, from listening to Tony press conference, they were saying that it was something like um, personal issues with her. Uh, was she on Kylie the show, Ray. Kylie Ray? No, she, she wasn't. She wasn't. Was she scheduled to be in that battle run? Yeah. They, oh, she was, okay. they, they were hoping that, you know, listening to Meltzer's, you know, report after that, they were hoping that she was on, going to be on the show, but she acts out of her contract. All right, well, you know, hopefully yeah. she takes care of them. And good on them if, if they're like, hey, you know, here, we'll let you out of your contract to go handle business. Yeah. Right. But they had a lot of faces in that battle wall, you, that 
you know, that could get signed. You know, that I think that will help, you know, fill out that women's division, like Mercedes Martinez and, um, you know, I would like to see Jazz, you know, get another one of the Jazz still active. Shit, she was, what, yeah. the NWA women's champ for about damn near two or three years. More recent. Damn, for real? And, yeah. I think she, she she actually gave about, you know, two uh, four games. So she was by default, or like because there was nowhere to defend? Like I don't understand. Was this like a moolah no, being twenty five, thirty five year champ, and then she ain't fucking? There was nowhere to, you know, wasn't a damn women's division. Yeah, and you know she got out of her NWA contract or whatever. So you know they had her, they had Eva Lee there, they had a couple females that. You know, potentially to get tried to get matched up. Me, um, I don't. I see Tony Storm coming to you know, uh, USA on that premiere show, on one of those shows, because she just lost her title uh, Saturday at the NXT UK show. Are you fucking serious? To that fucking yeah. goddamn Haley Lee? Fuck her! Oh I don't my think God. she was ten though. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think she was. That's um, I think it was like a she multiple or three. Yeah, that's like one of the very few things like Dre and I agree on, like in wrestling or anything. <laughs> I, I, I did a. I sent them. I, I made a meme of you know the the, the, the two hands from Predator. Because Predator, yeah, you know Schwarzenegger and uh, Carl Weathers, Weathers um, doing the pro 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 shake. It was like uh, whatever we hated was us, but in the middle, it was our our mutual hatred of goddamn Kaylee Lavery Bray, whatever the fuck her name is. God damn, she sucked. She be hard. That's a shame. Damn. Well, yeah, she sucks. Did what's her face get involved? Is that how she won? I'll watch the damn show. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think yeah. so. I saw it like I didn't I didn't Jenny catch it from Gamer. that match. I kinda caught it from I kinda caught it from the um the main event from um Walter and uh this is Tyler Bay, which was fucking yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. Amazing match. Huh? It's an amazing match. It was just yeah. yeah, it was it, it was definitely now, let me put my two cents in on this um, before we get started because, you know, I heard you caught a, a little flack from your little, uh, you know, from your views and opinions, Trav, on um, All Out. What? Well, and, I didn't see it, so I don't have views and opinions, so I didn't catch any flack. Or, or, or I think it was your take or something you said Monday night. Oh, on, um, about them being cool. Way, way, yeah. Yeah, with the Craig, cool factor. Craig. Craig had a, or somebody sent an email with that or, or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I did say that Monday. I don't think AEW's. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I mean, they got some type geeky shit that they do. I mean, the show to me overall, I like the show. You know, I like the reports. I like the reports. I like all in. Like to me, all the crowd level, everything like 
it still, you know, but I didn't like it as much as I liked the last, you know, two big shows. But it was a it was a dope show though. Like I'm not knocking it. It's good, bro. It was a super dope show. Like I'm not knocking it. That thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it was just one thing that I think needs to go on that shit, and that's that dark order. Thing. I don't get it. Like that that, that old dark order thing. I don't get it. That's the guy that's got the mask and shit. Yeah, what's the guy? Easy uh, Uno, and uh, I don't even know the other guys. Man. I mean, they, they, they're a good team. With this, is what I mean, this is what I be talking about when I say, is this what you're going to bring to national TV? Like, is this what you're going to expect the national no, they got a team. audience to, 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 you know, fucking, uh, what's the guy's name? What's the, the little white guy with the fucking falling on his neck back in the day in Ring of Honor? Jack Evans? This, this, is who, this is who y'all counting on to fucking draw y'all ratings. Jack Evans and a bunch of fucking clowns nobody's heard of? <laughs> Alright. I mean, also Trav in their defense. Um, mm-hmm. Friday night, they did damn near 400,000 viewers for a fucking preview show on TNT on a Friday night with very little, you know, promotion. Like, as okay. when the show was coming on. So, yeah. It's people out there paying attention, right? You know? That's, what, that's like, my and, point. In the defense attention. of that. Like, in the defense of that, I'm like, like damn. Yeah. I mean, Look, they have an absolute you know, momentum. That's undeniable. But that momentum is not going to be there six months from now unless they're doing things on TV to, you know. To, yeah, I think they will. And I think they, you know, start to do you know, listen to, like, the East Coast classes and all that perspective because they're going to need y'all help. They're going to need help from us. They gonna, you know what I mean? So they don't fall in that transparent trick of doing with, you know what I'm saying? I mean, of course, it's going to come from their mind, but you know, like, what the fans want to see. I mean, like, to me this week, both shows on, you know, Monday and Tuesday, like, I like Raw a little better, but, like, that fucking ending, I mean, it's, it's so transparent. Like, it ain't right. Like, I don't understand why people don't understand that and why they not just simplifying it and just giving it to you that way instead of trying to make it so intricate and all this dumb shit. It's like they playing devil's advocate with him and um, Rome. So you think Brian's going along with this? You know, he's taking the bunks for Rome just to be, just to convince people that I mean, I could be wrong, but... I mean, I could be wrong, but that's the way I see it. And then, like, I think they're trying to swerve. You know what I mean? Turn the phone and swerve. And let's make it Unless they got a plan on turning, you know, DG hmm. back face. So. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Again, I, I think we, we we have both. We have <laughs> – they do that, Daniel, and Brian isn't a part of it. But, like I said, he doesn't turn baby face because of that. He – if anything, he's going to turn even harder to 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 the dark side. But we'll see. What else you got, Mike? Yeah, so um, I mean, don't get me twisted. NXT is still you know the top brand, and so I really see. I mean, we've seen what AEW do on pay per view. You know what I'm saying? But we got to see them in a weekly tone for them. You know, for everybody to adapt to the 
to the, you know, the show. But as far yeah, as like, I'm you know, very like, interested yeah. in that, Mike. Like, um, you know, as somebody who isn't like a super fan of like the Bucks characters or like Omega tonally, um, you know, a big part of having a weekly wrestling show is aside from the wrestling, it's the skits, it's the talking, it's the interaction with, with other characters. And I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes because, like, if you have a personality that I don't automatically latch on to, it can still work out if the way that you communicate or the way that you move in your environment is interesting. Like, Cody, to me, is, is going to be great in that because I feel like Cody in real life is great in that space. But, but those other guys, like, I'm, I'm not sure how, how interacting with, with people and, and wrestling – I don't know how much everybody's going to wrestle on TV, but you got to figure that first month or so. You're going to see a lot of Bucks, a lot of Omega. Um, so, yeah, seeing, seeing them with, with these different people who aren't necessarily, like, where they are on the card, um, I'm really interested to see that because that's, that's, that's way harder than the Bucks putting on these matches with the 15,000 moves. It, it's existing in space. So, yeah, I'm, I'm curious on how that's going to work out. I would, if I had to guess, yeah, I would, I, I would say you're not going to get a ton of bucks in Omega on that on those first uh, in that first month or so of TV, because of uh, you know just so they have something come December and January uh, in in case they need it. But you might be right; might be the day, first damn show, <laughs> Bucks and Omega in the six man against Jericho and you know other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, for well, but I'm just anxious to see, you know, what angle NXT going to take it to to present that first show. And another thing on the on the, on the AEW thing, do you, yeah, think, um, do you think this title shit? Before I get, you think this title shit with Jericho is a work, or you think it's um factual? I think it's a I shoot think it was real, and then they they flipped it. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah, I I think it was it was a very real situation that they handled uh quicker like like I I told this story on on South Congress, Mike, a little bit on here. Like I had my car stolen on a Sunday and I had my car back on a Wednesday. And I'm nobody. So, you know, this company backed by billionaires losing a one of one item um, which, when it can only be, you know, five or six different places, and they know who has access to what. I'm sure they had the thing within 24 hours, but just I thought, hey, like, what can we do? Like, the police actually, somebody tweeted out a police officer holding the belt. Yeah, so, like, I think it was something that, and they, they already took it down. That picture is down. But I think they, they, oh. they saw that, they put their heads together because the communication is that close, and thought, hey, what can we do with this? So I think it was absolutely a shoot that that can <clears throat> work now. Yeah. Yeah, ain't no way you take that risk yeah. of, of trying to work police and work a police report. Yeah. No, if you don't, that's, that's, that would be yeah. terrible. Yeah. No, I didn't, I, I, I mean, from that perspective, but, like, from how he was cutting his palm over, maybe it was just him to be him. And then I listened to talk to Jericho last night. He said um, on Saturday night the whole um, roster got scanned. 
like as far as scans, you know, they say how you scan people to make, you know, figures and video games and shit like that. Oh, wow. So, which is, you know, interesting. I'm like, all right, maybe they got some other revenue yeah. streams, you know, coming in. Now, yeah. I mean, that's, that's ECW, only a plus with us. ECW came out with the game in, like, 2000 or 1999. Uh, yeah. Which was literally the WWF Attitude Engine. TNA had a video game in, like, 07. So, it's a good thing. It's definitely uh, better than not having anyone interested in making a video game out of your, you or your league or your company or whatever. But it's not like, oh, they made it, y'all. <laughs> no, they need to, they need to put out. They, they had a mobile app. Yeah, they need to put. Um, I, think one one console console. Game. I think they'll get one of those. I think they'll get one of those. And on um, and on the pay per view, they actually put a um, they did a promo like a um, shit for a new guy that they um bringing in. I think his name Waldo, Waldo, or some shit like that. Basically, he's like they're Brian Cage. They're who? Brian Cage. He's that big. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, he's a big dude, and uh, he's pretty athletic. He's from like you know the Northeast Indies, I think. That's where he came from. Oh, so he's a little, like, little promo on I guess that people, you know, people was lagging on him and saying that they don't have you know too many big guys like <laughs> their biggest guy besides you know Luchasaurus is probably six one or something. So here's here's the funny thing. So they can find a big muscle white guy that we've never heard of. <laughs> can you find a black singles wrestler we never heard of? They're not out there. This shit, I was this was I was, I was thinking the same thing as you, Cam. <clears throat> Look, when when you or you know Rick, I don't there? know I don't know who 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 posted it in the group chat, but the uh, the tweet with the uh, with. Uh, the two, it was like the, the 250 top black wrestlers. Yeah, shout out to shout oh. out to uh, Black Excellence. Yes, Black Excellence tweeted it, and one of y'all shared it in the group. And I was like, fam, they didn't have, like. They obviously you 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 cut out all the however 250, so there's probably 50 when you guys get to like there 30 that are like then WWE. it's all other guys. But yeah, it's like. Yeah. Why don't why don't they have this list of two hundred and two hundred and ten people and go give me the five of the best guys on this? Yeah, I want them on the phone, you know. And uh, I think if it's that easy for black goddamn wrestlers on Twitter to put together this list, you know. Well, shit, maybe it could be Apollo Crews when he leaves or something, man. They just wasted his back off the ground. Yeah, I mean, he'd be a great fit because he can do all the stuff. Um, and especially like their main event, like you know, Omega's not a short guy, but he's not big. Hangman Page isn't big. Moxley is in very good shape, best shape of his career, but they're not like this. Isn't Austin? Uh, Austin yeah. walking around six three two sixty. Rock walking around six five two seventy, Triple H walking around right. six four two seventy. Like it's not that. Um, right. 
But yeah, Cruz would fit in great. Cruz up against Cody, like it's super believable. Uh, and, right. he'd probably, yeah. and he'd go back to being Uha Nation or something else yeah. that maybe that had in mind. Oh, he's, yeah. he's I mean, going back and, to being Uha Nation. And what they need is not New Jack. You know what I mean? Like, they need clean Definitely cut, not. baby face, good smile, black made event guy. They need that. Um, yeah. Because nobody else, because WWE has that now. There's a lot of Jack and white meat, but, you know, Apollo Crews. Right? With I mean, Keith Lee, he's, he's not either of exactly. those. Exactly. Keith Lee is the same thing. But, I mean, yeah. Still, like, like, white meat, good look, crowd responds to him like 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 a like a like a baby face. Like they you know, they have that with Kofi now, but that's been a void for a while. Like they're getting there with Ricochet, but yeah, I think that's 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 the goodwill that TNA needs. They don't need moose. You know what I'm saying? Like to me that's not the move. What about Willie Mack? Yeah. Only old fucking that couldn't goddamn get out of Rich's mention. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, right. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Willie Mack exists. Sure. Whatever happened to Onyx? <laughs> he grew. He grew old, like the rest of us. What do you mean? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I didn't even get a couple. He's in like '05 at CZW somewhere. Like, uh, let me get a yeah. couple. Nowhere. God damn. Yeah. Not a couple. Joe anywhere. Wasn't nobody trying to push Onyx when he was in his, you know, maybe potentially TV ready. He was good. Like, um, I had randomly ran into one of those. Like, I don't remember, Trav, how they used to show him, like, maybe 2, 3 in the morning on Access TV, those NWA wildfire shows. Oh, yeah. And I seen him in a young AJ. AJ didn't even have like regular gear. He had on track pants. They're gonna bring back Elix Skipper. Watch, Elix Skipper gonna be a main eventer. Oh, yeah. oh shit! Fresh off, fresh off LinkedIn, baby. <laughs> oh shit! Elix Skipper, like I took a bump in eight years, but yeah, you know, penny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they got a they got a physical catch that we've been talking about for a couple weeks. You know, with that being LA, when they, you know, now on the roster and they tag division, that he's on the bed tag division. What y'all think about that? One more time, Mike. I'm sorry. Yeah, say that again. So what y'all think? Of, I said, what y'all think about um Santana and Ortiz being on the, on the roster now? I think that strengthens their tag division. And make Absolutely. More interesting. Absolutely. Like, as good as the Bucks and the Lucha Brothers are, I don't want to see them wrestle every pay per view. Like, it was different when, like, remember, that was a few they built from the damn poolside in Vegas. Like, that's been going that long, you know? Um, and granted, like, that, those have been good matches, but it's not a feud like like New Day and the Usos were, where you saw that build from a match to a grudge to respect. Like, it's not that. These are two teams dedicated to hurting each other as much as possible. And that's fine, but that runs its course. 
you know, and it's a great addition. Um, and they already have, you know, they have private party, they have SCU. Um, but yeah, to bring in another all world tag team, absolutely, it's a great move. Yeah, I don't have much, uh, <laughs> much to add. Yeah, man, I'm I'm just interested to see because I know I know like NXT like if you don't think they're gonna have three killer fucking shows, you gotta be out your fucking mind. But it's like how long they on reach, they gotta mix it up like how Tony Khan said he's gonna do. He said that absolutely everybody is not gonna be on TV every week. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be different shit every week. So right. you know what I'm saying. I mean, you got. I mean, don't get me twisted. They got go on TV every right. week. That ain't the same every people. week. I I wholeheartedly agree with you, Brad. And I see and I see a bunch of greenness in AEW, and I see greenness in the next team. Everybody's not ready, damn. And there's some people that are, you know. Like my my worst fear in theory is that the dudes that's ready, damn, now that they're on the you know, national platform, and this is when, you know, Mr. Vinny Mack and Trump start trying to pluck, you know, away, you know, the top dudes. Like, that shit just wouldn't be fair. It's like, he's he sabotaging his own shit. Yeah, I don't, I just, again, like I said earlier, I don't think, I have, or I, I have faith in Triple H that that won't that won't yeah happen. But I'm thinking for that Fox premiere, they they're going to need they're going to need a lot of. I mean, they bringing back a lot of old cats. You know what I mean? Again, we just saw yeah. this shit two months ago. Like the you know, I could say we saw it like eight Andy. months before that on the Raw 25 yeah, or you know whatever. Exactly. I could see it once or twice a year, but they're wearing it out though. Like these these old timers, you know these well legends, they become. <laughs> no, I call like them niggas old. Don't call them. <laughs> <laughs> we got yeah, like old fucking, here. The niggas are old. Yeah, they are washed. Yeah, they gotta fucking stop. Like it's just like the novelty is wearing the fuck off. Well, to be fair, they're just showing up to say hi. It's not like they're they're uh, in anybody's match. Yeah, I, I, mean, I like over. Like Mike, I say that. The Arn Anderson Spinebuster is never going to be old to me. Like, no, never. As long as he can turn them hips, I'm gonna love. <laughs> Jokes aside, like, yeah. Hey, yeah. And, and 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 what the game been missing is is, is, is TB Tully Blitz. What the fuck? Like, I yo, my eyes bust, my eyes got wide. I said, Joe, he takes his fist up. He really went the old Tully mode. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> He's stomping and kicking. I'm like, why the fuck hasn't this dude been nobody's manager? Maybe, you know, certain cats would have got over and, and learned how to do promos and shit if you had a him around us, you know what I mean, a teacher. Well, then you'd have to have a commitment to the managers, and that's a whole yeah. different thing. Because a lot of people forgetting character, not only Slick Rick, but Kelly was the swag of the Paul Horseman himself, too, so... You know what I'm saying? He bought that too to the table. And he was the one that always had, you know, the chick with him, the chick manager before, you know, JJ and all that. So that brown mullet boy, but yeah. polo, getting it done. Yeah. 
you, you know, even back to Gino and Nandan's days. But, yeah, we're looking forward to this. So, you think, yo, yeah, I think they're going to, you know, do a big title change or something, you know, with NXT on uh, probably the, the first head-to-head? Are they going to do what? Say it again. Like a big title change or a big title match or something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think we get, I think we get um, Cole versus uh, what's the kid, Matt Riddle. I mean, I mean, is he still dealing with Killian Dane? Huh? That's not close that up. Well, head to heads in two weeks. Yeah, two more weeks, right? They can close that up next week, possibly. Um. I mean, but I think that I mean we we the match is is Velveteen Cole. That's the match. Um, I don't think they do it. Um, shit. I mean, Mike. I I, I do think I I think that Matt Riddle Cole is the way I would go. Um, but I, I might even do a number one contenders match next week. Um, I, I don't know. Is Gargano just? Do people not want to see that again? Because it's been a bunch of times. Um, yeah. Man, I don't know. Um, I mean, Kushida still hasn't lost. He's right there. Him and Cole would have a hell of a match. Um, hell, I kind of wish thing. Jordan Miles' that, match wasn't tonight. Um, that's the, that's the, I think they're gonna give you. I smell angle though tonight. I don't. I don't know if we're gonna get. But that doesn't actually happen. Yeah. Or in full. Yeah. But maybe we get a taste of it. So. And... So let me ask this question: Do you mm-hmm. guys see Roderick closing in on that uh, North American to make it, you know, home? That, I mean, I think he has to. He can have all the gold drip. Maybe. Yeah. I think he has to. I think that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think he has to do that, and I think that's a way. If they steal the title from him some type of way, um, and then you get Velveteen, I can't be tonight. Damn, I think that match might headline the first, the first show. Uh, Roddy, yeah, Roddy because Roddy. Yeah. Like, I like Adam Cole. I think Adam Cole is really, 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 really good. I think that there is more money to be made with the Velveteen Dream. I don't think anybody would argue that. So even if it's not an NXT title match, Velveteen Roger Strong one on one, I think is a great opening main event because I think if if he hasn't moved up yet and they're going to TV, that's who they're building that show around. I think that becomes Velveteen's show. TV for this week, obviously, and next week, I assume, is Tate has been. It's in the bag. It's in the can. So, I, I think, I mean, obviously tonight is, but I, I can't imagine next week they're going to do one, one, one more. Take like again. a one-off and then, yeah. I'm sure it's already in the can. So, assuming that, like, uh, yeah, like if that's the case, they have something already in mind. Or, yep. or they have something, you know, I, I, I just, yeah. The thing about NXT, especially in the with that main, 
that top division, that NXT title division, championship division, there's always somebody. They do a good job. I mean, shit, even if it was Keith Lee, was the next challenger for Adam Cole. Uh, Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. You know, they always have somebody who, when they show up, you go, oh, yeah, that's... It always that's, makes sense. Absolutely. That's legit. Like, right? Like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Because they do a good job of keeping people in the cut, not having everybody always on the canvas. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, yeah, now I'm interested in that first, like, what's the main event? What's the, I don't think you're going to do a title, a title match. I just don't think there's enough time to. And if NXT don't want to get into that, they don't want to be WWE or they don't want to be main roster, then you can't. You should go with whatever you've already got in mind. And that, yeah, and I trust them. Yeah, but I think they hold. The, I think they hold the title. Um, a title defense off to the first um, show, unless they go head to head. Because I know one of those weeks, um, Jericho is defending the title against who you know. Who, could be determined, but a lot of people saying for the full gear pay per view it's going to be packed, pot or whatever. Yeah, Jerry, maybe there's the number one contender match on that opening show, but <clears throat> it's not going to be. Jericho's not going to be wrestling on that first show. Yeah, I don't see a title match that. Yes, he is. That, that, that first show, the first show is the Elite versus Jericho and Two Mystery Park. That's the oh, main so event for the first show. Okay. So probably what LAX you think? Yeah. Yeah, I think that I don't know. Who knows if it's a lesson to learn? Uh, but I think that AEW is going to fight at every turn to have title matches on free TV. Like ratings. Now we got to get ratings up this week. Okay, well we'll find a way. But that's the thing that we don't want to do. Um, you know, especially if they're in the business of selling pay per view. Which you think they're going to be for a while? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's the only real way of making making money besides people showing up and buying tickets to the shows. And I don't see them. It's not like they have this house show, uh, you know, thing lined up and you know infrastructure in place. So like, no, they're going to be selling TV and you know five shows a month. You're going to be running four TVs and a pay per view. So, uh, your way of making at least a whole bunch of money at once would be pay-per-view. But, again, I'm not coming off of 50 bucks. I'm just not (laughs) fucking doing it. I'm not doing it. No. There's no way I would pay $50 for a one-off entertainment event. We passed that. We are way past that. Past that, man. You know, like maybe a concert, maybe, maybe. You know, they probably be like, I ain't charging fifty bucks, but they could. They get my fifty or hundred. Mm-hmm. I pay fifty bucks to see the strokes anyway. If you any of your favorite bands, it's like okay, but a but a pay per view wrestling, like, and I have to do it again next month, like. <laughs> like at least I just go, well, if Rage Against Machine is only going to be in Austin, 
you know, that first of all, I'm not glad they're back at all. They're only going to be in Austin or Dallas or wherever I can see them at once. Mm-hmm. Like, well, AEW's going to have another fucking pay-per-view that they're going to want my 50 fucking bucks for in 30 fucking days. So, these things are going to have to be killer. So, and how do you have killer pay-per-views? I don't think you can give away all your title matches on TV. And how do you get around that? You know, you got right. NXT on the other channel, you know, doing doing stuff. So they, that's where you create. They have to be creative. They have to tell good stories. And we just, they just don't have it. They have to we, just don't, we just don't. We just don't know. We, I can't say. Well, I trust their creative team. I don't even know who the fuck they are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. We shall see. Anything else? Uh, any last parting words for us, Mike? Before we go. Yeah, I got, I got two, I got two last parting questions, and I'm, you know, listening to you and Ken. Um, realistically, fellas, are y'all looking forward to Clash of Champions? That's one. And what the fuck are y'all? Do you guys think is this NWA shit gonna, you know, amount to? Do they get, you know? Some sort of cable channel uh, YouTube yeah. deal or some shit. Maybe if they do, if that's all I got for tonight. Yeah, appreciate it, Mike. Right. If they do, it's a ML MLW level thing like MLW has on B in sports. You know, but nothing that people can just not not a brand name. But I don't even know if they get as close as to, they don't they get something like B in sports. It's just they missed their turn. They missed. They missed. Windows closed, yeah. man. Like there's so many alternatives on of alternative wrestling on TV outside of WWE. You got another, you know, hopefully major league promotion in AEW. Then you've got, you know, your MLWs, um, and and you've got a ton of internet type promotions like your Progress, your PGWs, your Man, y'all miss. And I'm, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't run a network, but I'm, I'm definitely not going. Yeah, sure, we'll take the fourth or fifth rung, you know, wrestling promotion with this tired yeah. old history as far as like the name and the, you know the letters and WA, what that conjures in people like. Whoop. Like Nick Aldis is the champion, and 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 apparently Jazz is the women's champion. I'm like, okay, great. My thing is, who's after that? Is it like Marty Skrull, and then like, yo, know, why are these dudes? Why are these dudes hugging so? <laughs> so <laughs> and they just peck each other on the cheek. So Brizango are back in full. Uh, what were they? What was their name? Police, police guys, fashion police. Uh, They're back. Fashion police. <clears throat> They're full fashion police, like they had the lights, the the, the sirens and lights flashing, and the, during their intro, they're back in the hats and glass, you know, cop glasses. But the guys they're wrestling are, are look like jobbers. They have Montreal. They have the those little, the, yeah, I was about to say they have those little. Quebec logo, but they're super like affectionate, like they're like hugging, and they before the match, they just had this like 15 second long hug, 
And then they ended it with a peck on the cheek. I'm like, what, what's happening here? <laughs> so, I forget how yeah. good, like, Johnny Curtis is. But he's actually really good. Um, just, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a reason he's still on the damn roster and getting a check from WWE. Oh, really good. Um, and then I, so, like, I didn't, I wasn't watching NXT when Tyler was, Breeze was, like, going strong in NXT, but I've gone back and watched some of that stuff, and I saw oh, him yeah. in Liger. Like, he's also really good. Like, these are it's a good team made up of, oh, yeah. of two good wrestlers. Oh, yeah, that's why, uh, that's why it works so well, even even in its corniest fashion police <clears throat> skits and stuff. It's still like, nope, we're, we're, uh, yeah. we're people still love it. Still, like, one of my favorite WWE memories in the last... I don't know, four or five years, is Tyler Breeze, the janitor, sweeping the ring during the Usos match. Like, he was so good. That was hilarious. Uh, I'm pretty sure I fucking yelled about that. Like, what kind of shit is this? Yeah. It's bringing distinct memories of me being annoyed. (laughs) Uh, But, all right, let's, uh, Talk to somebody else. You know what? Before we head back to the phone lines, let's read Jabron's email. He chimes in uh, from Vegas. He says, uh, what up, fellas? Two questions for you this week. Uh, last week, y'all talked about... Last week, y'all talked about if it was too early to put the main title on Bray Wyatt. I agree with y'all. It's too early. However, I read an article about Bray on the Bree- Bree- uh, Bleacher Report. Uh, one thing stood out. Was that it's been uh, was that there has been talk there has been talks throughout WWE kill me to Brian uh, throughout WWE that if Bray Wyatt does at some point win the title uh, that they're going to make him a costume design belt form. What are y'all thoughts on that? It's it's a good or bad idea. Uh, yeah, it's an idea. I mean. It's something that, I mean, I was just watching the Kofi Kingston thing, and, you know, they had Brian on there with his eco-friendly belt. And you just think of all the belts, personalized belts over the years. It's a little late to, a little late to be like, oh, that's not, that's not right. They shouldn't, you know, like Bray, Bray as, as they put in that skit, is making them way too much money now in merch stuff that... Mm-hmm. They absolutely they would they would probably make three different versions of uh, they would make a Bray title and a Fiend title, <laughs> you know, just so they could get people to buy two fucking belts. And they would, and people would, and the people would. The people would. That's that's the thing. Ooh, that Falcon Arrow! Oh my God! You and your Falcon arrows. Damn, he hit that shit deep. He fed out on it though. Um. So, yeah, that's that's uh, a wrap. I, I think he's going to get. I think Bray's going to get. I think that's a very safe assumption that if he wins the title, he'll have all kinds of custom shit, and you will be able to buy <laughs> variations of said custom shit. Like I, you know, I, I remember from the beginning. I, like, I thought it was fun. I thought it was fine. I did not think it was going to catch on like it's caught on. Like I didn't think it was that cool. But I didn't I'm, 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 I'm
But the way yeah, they were, yeah. I mean, it's subversive, you know, in the in the way that they can. When I mean that thing when Vince comes in, he's like, "What are you doing? This is bullshit. I can't handle it. Have it." And he's like, "I got something for you, Vince." <laughs> he just starts shoving money in the puppet's mouth. It's like, it God, that is just an absolute fair take on the situation. <laughs> so, Bray has done. Bray is playing with house money. In, in in certain aspects, you can keep Lee and Jordan Miles coming coming back from a uh, uh, church study or some shit. Yeah, they they just left Ryan after church or Louis. Just had a city square. Oh man. Um, all right, Jabron, second question. Is there any shot that Enzo and Cash return to the WWE? I know WWE has denied the I know WWE has denied the reports. And are, that the reports are not true. And that there's not any talks with them. If they, if they were to return, um, should they bring some life to the tag team division? Yeah, no. It would be... Damn, EO, she's still ain't over. It would be too much of a spectacle. Any juice that they would bring, like, and it wouldn't even be real juice because they're not good. Nobody's like saying, "Ooh, I can't." I see a Cass Viking Warriors match. Yeah, one Cass is in anybody's fantasy booking. You, you haven't seen a workshop of Cass and Big Show or, or Cass and Andre the Giant or anybody like that. No. And everybody yeah. hates Enzo, so it would just be a tear a bad mix. And everybody would be like, Well, this fucking MAGA fuck uh cast. Fuck him. Well not everybody, but there would be a strong contender to that I'm sure. Fuck is uh Cameron Grimes up to? Being a country. Oh, this is sad no, not being savage, like you said. Was that you? This is yeah, like he's like he really embodies that. He's really that. Hanging out in the boiler room. There's a. Do you see that hat in the background? He's swearing at O'Driscoll. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> take that shit to back to West West Elizabeth. Yeah. I didn't realize it. It's, yeah, like the piercing crystal blue eyes. My goodness. Looking right in my soul, young man. That's a yeah. That's a that's a white man right there. Um, yeah. I mean, again, a great look. Like, imagine if I mean you you know you can't just flash back in time, and you probably wouldn't have been ready. But him as the Strowman in the Wyatt family. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Like, the way that the NWO had, you know, Six as their cruiserweight, or, you know, the guy who can go in there and work. Not that Luke Harbour isn't, but that would be great. Also, Velveteen's on my screen. Yep. Ah, see, PlayStation back. If Roger Strong cost him the title tonight, I'm fighting everybody. He's offending it? Yes, he defended it against. Oh, I don't think he's defending it against Conor Reeves. I think it's just a one-on-one match. Yeah, ain't no way. 
I mean, I'm a Kona Reeves fan, but. <laughs> no, nah, Kona sold, he sold all his fake jewelry and got $26 um, and somehow leveraged that into a match. Into a type of shot, yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, so that's it from Jabron. Appreciate you, man. Now let's head back to the phone lines, 347-202-0103. Let's, uh, let's talk to Craig. I assume that is Craig. Craig, is that you? Sir. That was me. And, and can you oh. repeat that? Um, just can you say that again? That you're a Kona Reeves fan? Yes. Okay. You never heard me uh, praise Kona Reeves before? He's good. I like. Him. I. I don't think I have. I'm kind of shocked. Because it's me who likes Tony Reeves, or because anybody likes Tony Reeves? No, yeah, because anybody. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, I have nothing against the guy. You know, he's he's in that you like sure? you know, when I Are make fun sure, of rap. Craig? No, I mean no, because like when I when I said uh, you know something about Raul Mendoza the other uh, week, and Cam was like, I like Raul Mendoza, and I was like. All right. Well, I didn't know there was a. I didn't know there was a contingent that those guys were the Mendoza It's just so weird. It's like the things you think that like Steve Austin before he was stunning Steve or got like a sustained real push. Somebody like you know. I liked him uh, when he was with uh, the the Blonde. That's what I'm saying. Imagine somebody even like Steve Austin, and they're like a fucking yeah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm saying I didn't know that existed. Like, it, it, well, at least among people I listen to all the time, that, that I mean, if you do like Raul Mendoza or uh, Humberto Carrillo or uh, 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 Kona Reeves or uh, Fabian Eichner or, or any yeah. of these guys, I don't hear about them. Like, yeah, I mean. But this this might be the start. Tony Reeves right about to get this W. Get this dub. Oh, oh get but Tony Reeves ass. Get this <laughs> get, get this <laughs> I don't you'd be I don't think you'd be a fan anymore. Get him out of here, man. Yo, remember I was I was the one that every time they showed up on TV, who were those guys' names? The Thompson twins, the the the, the, the fucking the two black guys, two tall black dudes. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> Boy, they were taking mad L's. Every single time. Oh. I was like, oh, shit, here we go. My man Gerald and fucking Leroy fucking Thompson or whatever. You know, they about to well, they take that L to AOP or whatever. was <laughs> getting pushed at the time. Tag, 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 get pushed. And then the one got hurt, and then they were like, all right, we're going to go. Young go. Like, shit, man. So yeah, I don't have a great record on uh <laughs> yeah, talent evaluation. Well this this actually goes to my the the thing I wanted to talk about, which I messed you or or whatever on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. the cool fact. Yeah. I don't you probably didn't hear the uh the post show from last night on uh SmackDown with Wade and all that, right? No. Okay. Some guy, the first guy who called, uh, called in, and he was like, 
he had something to say about you saying that AEW was cool. Okay. And and first well, of all, like, hey, three four seven two zero two zero one zero three on Wednesday. Give him a call. Oh, good. No, no, yeah, no. I well, he. I don't think Wade did that. No, he didn't. Um, but but too right. But the dude uh, like ranted about it. Like, hey, I, I want to call it a rant. He wasn't that pissed about it, but mm-hmm. he talked about it for a good two solid minutes at least okay. before Wade cut him off and, and was like, "Dude, this is a SmackDown show. We need to talk about the SmackDown." We need to talk about and, uh, my reaction to something else. But yeah, I mean, I guess if that's your first time. You know, he was he was. He was talking about AEW and how he thought that AEW was cool. Because right. when he wears AEW shirt, that he got it double or nothing because he was there in Vegas. And all that like he feels cool wearing it. And all this and all this stuff. Oh he can't wear like a WWE shirt because he feels like kind of a whatever I whatever But he's a nerd. It, it <laughs> No, no, but it, that was that was the funny part about it was because ah. I was like, you, you just ranted for like two minutes at a, on a on a Tuesday night about <laughs> how you think a wrestling shirt is cool or something, and but it got to my like me it got me to thinking because I don't know what's cool I have never known it because I've never tried to be cool I've never you know I am the least cool thing that's ever happened. But listen to some pretty cool shows. Well no that, well I see is that even yeah, true? Craig. That's what I, that's can what I on at. Can I jump in really quick? Like hey, Travis and I disagree on what's cool. Um oh, for sure. so and, and remember, like my the thing that I always hang my hat on, like I was saying how cool Xavier Woods was when he debuted uh, as a singles act, and people were laughing at me for saying it, um, and that doesn't mean that I was right. Or like huh? Are you talking about Consequences Creed or Xavier Woods? Xavier no, Woods? It's Xavier Woods to the main roster. Okay. Where like the gimmick was like, oh, he's got a PhD, he's going to be a doctor, and he likes video games. And I was like, guys, like this is, and he was like doing, you know, some pop culture Power Ranger type thing. And I was like, guys, like, this is what's cool. Um, and people can disagree. And and my issue is Travis saying something is not cool, I would not go on somebody else's show and talk about Absolutely. something wrong about what's cool. That's even what's not cool. Was, even if somebody was that was, like, accepted in the culture as, like, cool guy, person, whatever, and said something that I didn't disagree, I'm not going to call in and be like, I disagree I mean, yeah. Whatever. Super That's not cool. So, so like, yeah, we're we're all gonna have different definitions of what's cool. Like, like, okay, perfect example, right? Uh, Cody and them came out dressed like Star Trek characters. Star Trek is the coolest thing in the world to me. It ain't cool to Travis, and it doesn't make one of us right. It makes my sensibilities with entertainment more in line with Cody Rhodes' sensibilities. And if Travis was like, that's geeky as hell, then it is, you know? 
And and this is where I was going with the whole the whole concept of my my you know subject is. Do you think that that like that that seems to have changed in the last twenty years or so? Like now it's cool to just well well I mean this is what I think because I'm fucking forty I you know I'm a forty year old white fat dude. Like, I'm, I'm, like, the least judge of what's cool. But I think that, that a lot of people right now are saying, like what you like, and that's cool, that you are, you know, uh, secure enough with your, own, with your own personality that you're not, like, beholden to whatever everybody else thinks is cool. Like, like nowadays, uh, Ron Funches is cool, whereas maybe, like, 25 years ago, Shit, Ron would have been... Would not have been. No, I'm not even going to go back to 94. Go back to 2008. Yeah, Ron Funches would not have 20, been over over in the way if he was around then in the same context right. as he is. Yeah. So I'm wondering if cool even exists anymore. There's money in now, nerd culture. Now cool is so broad. Like, like there's mainstream the, the, money, the, mainstream money in nerd culture. I don't think that constitutes the cool. Is I think so it's probably Cam, it doesn't even have to be a nerd thing. The the spectrum is so broad, so many people can be a nerd about so many like you can be a football nerd and and it it is cool to be that football nerd. Or well, it, it I'll be like that. everything has an analytic like now. or wrestling yeah. or you know, whatever. Every yeah, I, that I agree with. Every like when, when, and you can ask Shahid about it. When basketball analytics became a thing, um, the floodgates opened for people who never had a place in that. I think wrestling is, is in a lot of ways the same. Like, uh, you don't have to be a tape trader anymore because everybody has the same Internet access. And so, mm-hmm. like, that part of the culture is such a strong part of it. And then, and again, like, I, I understand that there's a spectrum, but I, I do stand by the idea that, the people making money in this thing are people who wouldn't have made the money in it 20 years ago because they seek out the information. You know, like, like genuinely, like look at look at me, Travis, and Rich. Like, I think who we are in our social circles, um, in some ways, contradicts this thing that we do, but. The people that we're around see our dedication to them and look at us outside of that so we can do both. I think the biggest thing nowadays is you can exist in more than one space. Like, there can be a duality to what you do, and there is more respect between different people at different places in the culture. Um, I'm talking about wrestling specifically to where we can all kind of interact, um, and access is a big thing. But, so I'm agreeing with you're, everything you're saying. Like, I just think that I think there are levels to it, and I think there's an explanation to it, and I, I do think it has a lot to do with um, more people having access, and then them having a fan base because of that. And and neither of you are hiding under your covers watching the Raw, like yeah, you, you're like Very yeah, I'm, I'm I'm fucking I have a thing saying I'm watching Raw, you know, and it and are. You know, it, it doesn't have to be raw. It can be whatever you're watching. And yeah. And and Shahid, since you brought him yeah, up, no, I just listened to him talk for eight hours on Nicholas Cage. So. 
Like, Nothing's worse than a self-hating blank fan or whatever. Yeah. Like if you're just in, you're a fan of something and you're just embarrassed. Look, there's a guy who goes all the way back to the torch boards. <clears throat> was on was there a popular figure on that message board before I even you know knew about wrestling message boards, right? And we were not. I was not a fan of him there. He's this. Puerto Rican guy from New York and he goes I'd never forget this he goes as as a minority from the Northeast talking about Dre and I this is like our first month or so on the torch I promise you we don't all sound like that like or like fuck you like so self-hating there and then when it comes to wrestling so he like friends me on Facebook five, six years ago, and he, like, hits me in the DMs, like, hey, do you, like, post about wrestling, and da, 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 da. like, give me, like, this questionnaire, like, kind of like when you join, like, a closed group, they'll, like, question to do your questionnaire, but, like, just make sure you're, you're, you're knowledgeable of the subject matter or whatever the fuck, and he's, like, I just, I don't, no one in my family or that I work with knows that I like wrestling, and I want to keep it that way, so basically, like, I can't have friends on Facebook that are, like, posted to Yo! I was like, yo, you're the fucking worst! Like, I already had the memories of him back on the torch board being a fucking self-hating asshole. And it just goes into every aspect of his life. Like, damn, you're ashamed of every part of who you are. Like, what the fuck? Like, how is that any way to fucking live? Sam? So, so then that leads me to ask you, are is is the new being cool being cool with who you are? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Everybody can see through so, most people can see so through is, fake bullshit Instagram life. Right? Like I, I, I like I try not to you know, I think we all do to a certain extent. It's just how, you know, we're not, we show ourselves at the best angles and stuff. But for the most part, I'd like to think if anybody went through my social media, they wouldn't get this false impression that I've got this fucking, you know, fun life. Like, no, I'm poor and I read comic books and I watch wrestling, <laughs> you know, and these are my friends. Right. <laughs> you know, these are the people that I want to be around. But if you're, you know, not confident in yourself and you want to portray something that ain't the truth, that's where you get in trouble and people see through that shit. A lot of people. Authenticity is always going to be cool. Always. Always, except, and I'm going to talk shit just for a minute about yeah, this. Yeah, just for a minute. And I don't want you to. I don't want you to. Like, I don't want you to like think I'm. Um. Uh, I don't want you to fucking. You got the juice, baby. What were we right. just talking about? Assurance when, and confidence. When, that's that's always inside. No, no, so. no. Trust me, trust me. I have, I am fine. But when when uh, a cam, someone I respect and love, and and all the and or or you, Trav, or you know, people. I mean, just general people. And I I would probably repost the same thing or whatever, retweet it or laugh at it or whatever. But when someone says, look at the StarCast convention, and they have this picture, 
and it's a bunch of fucking dudes that look like me, fat, white, middle-aged dudes with black t-shirts on, uh-huh. that are that are very comfortable in their skin at the time and having a good time and, and they're, you know, by your definition, cool. But you... And then here, but come you, out, here comes somebody to shit on their whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's, that's where I'm, I'm kind of like, are we cool? I don't think... I don't... Yeah. This, doesn't, look, this Man, doesn't feel cool. If you... <laughs> If you have pictures of a group shot of, I don't know, random group shot of celebrities or whoever. Remember when Ellen did that selfie, did that selfie at like the Oscars or something like four or five years ago? And yeah. A bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. There's a joke yeah. about that. They're, those are multi-millionaire, beautiful, successful in their field people. And the internet still had jokes for them. You think a bunch of fat fucking wrestling fans in a convention hall are going to... It, and the cool part goes to know, like, yeah, people want to make fun of me and call me this and say I'm that. And the cool part is to go, fuck them. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, these are lonely people that are going to talk shit about everybody. And again, I'm, I'm sometimes a part of them. The, you know, the, I'm, uh, I'm not group. saying that either Maybe one of you of put that people. thing up and I felt bad about myself. Oh, I <laughs> My answer would be there's nothing wrong with being fat. Uh well there is. I, I mean But did you did you did you catch what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I got, got it. Okay, I think Travis caught it too. Yeah, yeah. Um no but no, I mean I think what we want that's a that's a very real criticism. Um I think it's a valid criticism. That, that AEW is attracting. If, if all your fans look the same, what are you producing? I, I think that's a valid concern. Like, you want to see women there. You want to see kids there. You want to see people of color there. Like, and I know a bunch of a bunch of black women who went to uh, who went to Starcast. Like, we're on panels and and black guys. But I think like. We, as, as much as, like, it's dope that Rich is there, we shouldn't just be there to work. You should be fostering an environment that everybody wants to be a part of. So, like, that's what they need to work on. Um, okay. And I think, do you, need you know. To see, do you need to see a predominantly black roster in order to support a product? Absolutely not. Because the only thing predominantly black about me is my black ass. So, you know, like, that's. That's not something I would expect, but when I look at, like, NXT, NXT isn't predominantly black, but the people that they have in position, the black people that they have in position, very much seem like they belong there. Like, I just watched Bianca Belair show you how fast and how strong and how talented she is. Um, So, no, I, I don't think, I don't live in a world where anything outside of, my football and basketball are going to be predominantly black because that's not how the population is set up. I do want actual representation. Um, so, like, like I don't, I don't think that the NXT champion should be black right now because I think Adam Cole is fucking killing it. I think he's amazing. Um, I wanted to matches with him in black eyes, but but no, absolutely not. I, I don't think that's a realistic expectation, but I do think that 
you know, what Jordan Miles has been under the NXT umbrella, what, six months? Um, and we just talked about a list of 210 black wrestlers. Um, you know, that's 100 that AEW could be going after. Um, so no. Right, and, uh, and, and, and to be fair, to be fair, Tony, I mean, Tony, you, you heard what Rich said, Tony Khan and whatever, uh, looked right at him and said, you hold me to this by the end of the year. So that's a that's a big I mean that's a big statement right there to say by the end of the year that's fucking three months, dude. What would I? Yeah, you what you have to have some that kind there's of, already something in the right that there's already that he's confident right. that oh yeah yeah don't worry by the end of the year our TV will. And I, but I, I don't think there's a need. I don't need. I don't want there. I don't want AEW to be this <clears throat> overcorrection of. Right, and you, know, you don't want them like, to well, be. We gotta, we've got to cater to all these, you know. So we've got to have a trans wrestler. We've got to have an Irish wrestler. We've got to have a black, like just have the best wrestlers and keep an eye on that you're not ex- excluding people. That's all people want. Like we just don't want people being excluded for reasons. Like talent will rise unless you do things to keep the talent from rising. So just have talented people in, have a good scouting. Where you're looking at everybody and you're all and you're inviting to all people and you're going everywhere to recruit, you know you're not just going and to fucking of, northeast fucking Indies to recruit, which has this, you know right. well that's that's one of the there are football people there and wrestling fucking programs there, but they have the infrastructure to do that. That's years, that's decades of, of, of building shit up. I, and, I can't and, put that on AEW. You've noticed that Vince has gone out of his way to like clear out the indies. Like he he's throwing contracts around like they're fucking M and M. And trying this was to get it before AEW became a a, a real yeah, real absolute thing. Yeah, but he he especially since then he's like you know I mean. Between between AEW and WWE, the Indies are getting depleted. At least but AEW is letting these guys every five games. years. Though we said we said this when you know when when the punks and all those that generation of indie guys like well, fuck they're getting everybody. Who's going to be? They're always it's going right, to be well, guys well, that right want to wrestle and they become stars in their own in their own right. The difference between then and now, though, is they're getting these guys and just keeping them in a freezer, like they're fucking like sausages you buy on clearance. <laughs> like they're just they're just getting them and throwing sausages. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're yeah, I, don't, I don't know if this is the fat guys. guy in you or the fucking supermarket uh, guy in you that's coming out now. <laughs> a, a little bit of both. I just yeah. took them. I just. Took, I just took some Italian sausage out of the freezer. He's got the analogy on deck. <laughs> um, but am I wrong, though? They, they got them stored no, away. No, 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 no. Yeah, like, for sure. Uh, for sure. I mean, people have been, and, people and have been saying this, but again, before AEW, like they're signing a lot of people. Not everybody can be on TV. Developmental, that performance center is chock full of people if you were in, if Sean Radigan were to walk through uh, their performance center, he would know, know you know, 65% of the people there, like, mm-hmm. for sure. Kind of thing. No, my joke was going to be, there might be three people he doesn't know. Yes. Might be. Yeah, and 
and it's it's so fun hearing Rich talk about this stuff. Like, just because I listen to, dude, he put out so much shit last week. I'm hey, like, my own time, time. He, he was nonstop. I'm surprised. Well, I know. He got, I'm he like, got that fancy battery pack, so I'm sure he t- put that to the limit. But it's amazing. Yeah. Can we talk about how awesome technology is? That with I and it's this is not a new story. My my when my brother was 16, he's he'll be 25 or 26 at the end of the year. He made a music video. He put out a bunch of different projects and albums and stuff. But his first music video in like 2009, 2010, it was so professional and so awesome and well edited. It was like how a bunch of teenagers. Like, but like the technology is there, and that was 10 years ago. Now it's just you can be legit as fuck with quality content. Uh, uh, good audio and like all or that. not good quality yeah. content. There's also that. Oh, oh, for for sure. Yeah, but if you know what you're doing and you got you know optimal settings, <laughs> you know nothing's buzzing in the background. Uh, but oh shit, but you know, um, but he's able to go there and do that on a budget. You know, Torch isn't sending him there with a damn crew and 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 mm-hmm. you know folks and, and stuff yeah rich, rich finds his crew there <laughs> he's like hey you want to be on a round and, and, and that's uh and that that goes to the community of of those things that yeah that, that it, it was is really like good. on all levels on it, like Rich's level, and I'm sure on like Conrad and stuff who are doing their shit that has gone out that a million people listen to. Yeah, it's it's hard trying to boil this down to to like because I I love <laughs> the context. I work nights and I got so many you know hours to fill uh, with with like podcasts and shit. And and when I'm when I find these guys, I'm like, man, it's so cool. But there's so much frigging content. It seems yeah. like all I'm doing is listening to wrestling stuff. And at work, I have to. I can't listen to headphones because my boss is a fucking asshole, and right. and so I have to listen to a speaker in my pocket, and so everybody else can hear what I'm listening to. And they probably think, man, this guy listens to like 20 hours worth of wrestling <laughs> bullshit. What yeah. the fuck kind yeah. of a, a non-cool nerd, whatever guy this is? And I'm like. You know what? Fuck it. I don't care. I like these guys. I like these people, and I love you guys. And I'm gonna hang up on this question alone. And uh, okay. thank you for taking my call. Um, NXT UK Cardiff. Did you see? And what did you? And uh, I'll talk to you guys. Hey, Craig, well, I wouldn't even let you get off the phone. I think I do. I think Bate Walter is WWE Match of the Year. Like genuinely. Um Amazing. Um, the size difference, but you know how strong bait is, the stuff that Walter can do. Um, also, I love that Adam Cole is schooling Jordan Miles right now. I love it. Yo, that's the second time he's come up like, hey, where, where, why didn't he run up underneath me? <laughs> yeah, and just headlock. It's, it's so good. This is, yes, this is what's supposed to be happening. They just, they know what they're doing. But yeah, Craig, um, Thought, thought the card up and down was good. Um, I'm a big Zach Gibson fan. Like, I really think he's good. I think he's – some people just carry themselves like good heels, and he's that Trey to me. Um, that he's the ball head. Hey, Cam. Yeah. Cam, Cam, you got yeah. your shoes on right now? I do have my shoes on. That sounds about right. 
Wow. Um, but yeah, uh, Tyler Bate, you, you got, uh, you got Walter. The joke, right? Yes. Um, okay. Don't think there's a better match right now in WWE this year. I think it's the best one. Yeah, wow. Uh, and no, I haven't. I didn't see anything. I, I didn't watch any wrestling over the weekend. All out, Cardiff, nothing. Just Trav, go back and go back and watch. It was the best show of the year for WWE. God damn. Kaylee Ray won the goddamn women's. That's a fucking travesty. God damn it. I'm at the skip over. That's that's, that's going places though. That's that's gonna be a that's gonna be a Fuck couple her. Of, you shouldn't be going anywhere besides like, you know, get out of here. And it's Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray. Who the fuck? Fuck her. What's her name? Get out of here. Not enough of you. Um, hey, look at that. Rich is on the line. So let's bring Rich on to the show and then we can uh, get the rail on here and then we can all skate. Rich, what up? Not much. Just finished meeting with a student and I heard Craig talking about something I did this week, but I I didn't I didn't have context of it, so I was like, What did I do? All your all your all your great fucking running around and interviews and taping shit and content you put out. So yeah. Listen, the, the 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 lesson I've learned in life is there's always somebody doing more. Like I thought I did a lot. You guys I appreciate <clears> saying I did a lot. Dominic Danucci. I'm Dominic Danucci. Damn. And play yeah. a basketball game. Right? He goes, oh, here's a montage. Here's a little here's a little collage of all the interviews I did. I was like, God damn, how many I, I was like, I didn't know pick collage could give you so many slots. The fuck? Yeah, man. Right. <laughs> Man, yeah, Dominic was everywhere. Yeah. He talked with everyone. Yeah. And yeah, he played basketball, got concussed. He was like the smallest dude on the court. I mean, that's just life for Dominic. Wow. I just, he'd say yes, and you're correct, Travis. I mean, I'm, you're not wrong. <laughs> of course I'm not. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. I especially enjoyed meeting and having a good conversation with a private party and then uh, them Whoa. asking me if I would participate in their skit. Whoa, Yo, he hit him with a fucking, he hit him with a, with a, with a Enzo gotch when, when the fucking uh, vault villain guy threw Enzo into the rope. Fucked his shit up. Beating his ass. Did, did you do it, Craig? Craig's off. Okay. Oh, Rich, I'm sorry. What am I talking about? Rich, is that is that on the YouTube? Yep, it is. Okay. Let me see if I can. It should be on the channel I gave you, because they were like, we talked, we had like a regular conversation, and then they were like, would you do a skit with us? I was like, yeah, I'll give you, a, uh, I'll do a skit. And so Rich I go back there like I'm trying to interview him for the. Hmm? Rich co-opted. I did. I did get co-opted. They're my nephew. I, I, I definitely appreciate it. So they had one of their boys who were standing off to the take, side. Can't take Rich serious no more. Mm-hmm. See? Just, just, just like his wife. He's a, she a corporate shield. He's a wrestling shield now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm softball McGee. <laughs> yeah, I'm so be soft. No what that, see? Well, G hot. He on to something. These softball questions. I'm not asking mm-hmm. any questions. I'm not answering. It's uh, three minutes fifty-seven seconds. If you need it, Cam, I can send it. Nah, I'll, hey, you're good, man. I will search that out. 
it's a sweaty Latino friend of theirs who uh, plays the uh, bodyguard. Okay, and you just sent it to me, okay. <laughs> it's like, and you just yeah. sent it to me, okay. Yo, this match is yeah, so good because it makes so much sense. Like, he's telling Jordan Miles, like, this is different. This yeah. is different than what you've been facing. I'm a champion for a reason. I love it. And I, I, I mean, I appreciate the boldness of choosing the top champ, but that is an express lane you were not ready for. Yeah, this is awesome. Listen, so that's over. Now, Cam, you uh, saw – I didn't see all of the takeover card. I, I saw part of Walter, and I'm going to try to watch that probably this weekend. What did you think of my dude, Ilya Dragunov? What, okay, so what match was that? Was that the, he the, wrestled the tag Cesaro. match? With, uh... No, no, he was wrestling Cesaro. Yes. Good. That was good. Like, yeah, so – he is the white oh, version of like every like Tyler Perry movie mm-hmm. because he was a Russian dude whose dad abandoned him and his mom in Germany, so he grew up dirt poor in Germany, mm. and then Wait, got into pro wrestling. Or is this, is this, no, is no, this that life? that's his life. That's oh, okay, his life. he's not he's not Dijakovic. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, yeah, and then. He stopped wrestling for a couple of years because he thought he had a degenerative uh, injury-slash-disease that was going to prevent him from keep doing it. And then it just came back, I want to say, a year and a half, two years ago, and now he's in WWE. So he got cleared? Like, no, this was, what was it? What did yeah. he, why do you think he had a thing? Um, I, I remember correctly. Um, <clears throat> Misdiagnosis. Let me look. I think you're ahead of me. Real quick, because he... He Ooh, cried, like. Damn, this is good. Yeah, this is. Oh, give Adam Cole all the flowers, man. Yeah, I can't remember what I think it was. I want to say it was an injury, uh-huh. but all right, yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, him and Walter had a big feud in WXW. He's known as Unbessigar, Unbreakable. <laughs> <Who are you laughs> <pointing at? laughs> that's great. He got kicked in the back of the head, started pointing like, oh, that way. That's that's, that's how you get to the bench. It's it's great. <laughs> great. <laughs> Awesome. This match is amazing. This is real. Adam Cole, man, I'm telling you. And, and he's just facing somebody so different than who he's been up against. Oh, this is good. I appreciated his, his uh, fiance, his wife, I can't remember what they are right now, saying that she hopes at some point someone walks up to him and says, hey, you're Britt Baker's oh. husband. Oh, yeah. I was going to say that to Wade about uh, Seth Rollins. I think if I ever got the chance to meet him anytime soon, like, hey, you're that guy, I know you from somewhere. And when he lights up, like, yeah, you know, we from wrestling. Like, you're Becky Lynch's fiance, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to do it because, yeah, I know her. She she doesn't take it personal because obviously it's her, you know, husband or boy. I, I, I know they're going to get married, but 
Yeah. She doesn't take that as, but you know, she's been working hard. She's been doing her own thing, mm-hmm. and she'd like a little props. And uh, Adam is not one for being that sort of dude anyway, so it's good. Yeah. They they say like he has one of the one of the uh, I guess lightest on off switches. Like who he is when when he's on TV is not who he is outside of any of this. Right. Just a nice guy. Just a nice guy who wants to go home and play his video games and be nice to kids on the street. But boy, does he turn that shit on when the lights go off. Oh, yeah. He's got bruises on his back. And then it's funny because AEW has all of these folks' significant others because Cedric Alexander's wife is, they just signed her. Sean Spears over there. Big Spole, yeah. Big well, they don't yeah. call her Aaron. Yeah, Big Swole. Hmm. Interesting. Damn, he too got the he wild. A lot of money in them households. Ooh, I knew he was gonna catch him in the face. Jeez, he Uh-oh. kicked the shit out of him. Ooh. Ooh. Oh God. Oh my God. That's like the whole. Wait, wait, wait. Oh God. Ooh. Damn, that's out of his face. Is that it? No. Yeah, he hit him with a Ushigaroshi to like the side of his neck. Homeboy think that part in his hair means he's not gonna get Go punched away. in the head. <laughs> Alright, let's get uh let's get Darrell on here. See what he's got to say about things. Darrell, what's going on? What up? Rolling up, what's up y'all? Nice. What's the deal? Be watching What's this up, match. Rich? Weekend, man. Not yeah, much. I'm watching the match, man. Yeah, I'm chilling. Just got home. I had to handle a student. Watching NXT. Man, I'm going to try to watch. Uh, take you about a five-minute break, man, for the um, weekend you just had. And you come um, getting <laughs> no. stuck on the airport. Oh, <laughs> no, no, yeah. Rich Rich being a clip. No, I, I can neither confirm nor deny. Did he Naruto run to the fucking? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. He is yeah. a huge Naruto fan. Yeah. Uh, no way. He's a big he anime dude. Uh, Naruto. Mm-hmm. All the way from the bandage on the leg, everything. Naruto. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used yeah, to. He used to have a lot of like. Super. Uh, he's an anime guy. Yeah, he's very much a go ACH. Yeah, he would have a lot of the, like, he'd wear Naruto stuff. When I saw him when he wrestled for progress, he had, like, uh, One Piece stuff built oh, into Oh, you think he had a backpack with the fucking thing? Yep. Yeah. Yes, he did. Okay. Woo! Cole's gonna kick the shit out of him. Nope. Oh, oh. Kaboom! Yeah. That Cole was a tooth. Cole's Ooh. gotta be dead. What? Go! Oh no! Bruh. Did he kick the gum out of his mouth? Bruh, this is crazy. I think we all like, like <laughs> I think I'm like five seconds piece. behind y'all. I think Darrell like three seconds behind me. Cole's got a. This is amazing. He's got cut on his back. Yo, they're, I yeah, think that's cold, right? Yeah. That yeah. back is good. Uh, that back is good. Oh, that match, please. What? I know where you hold that. 
That cut ain't nothing oh. but a tramp stamp, baby. A wrestling tramp stamp. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a it. wrestling tramp stamp. About to catch that. Oh, uh-huh. Jesus. Uh-huh. Get me near the cross. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's her head. Oh. That was amazing. That yeah, was amazing. Wow. That that dude look who looks like Man. uh uh George uh Keenan Ag- Allen T in the front row is pretty pretty excited. <laughs> yeah. That was some wild. Oh, he's so that mad that he had to have that kind of <clears throat> kind of a match. Fuck that guy. Oof. After the disappointing week weekend I with wrestling I had I to build my face back up. Well, what's the what's the matter, Darrell? Speak on it, brother. Uh-huh. I I'm not just simple stuff, you know, just kinda of disappointing. I know y'all was speaking on the best match of the weekend. I agree with y'all with um Walter. Well shit, he said uh, of the year. I think it's the best one of the year. Possibly. Possibly. I won't fight you on that. Um, it just, you know, then I probably say the second best match was um, Tony Hodgson versus um, Zach Zabel Jr., but, you know, a lot of the other stuff, even one of the matches that I was thought was match, uh, a match of the year candidate, too, and um, probably one of the best tag team matches, the triple threat match, was good, but... Again, had to take points away because it was a triple threat. Felt like two, one of the teams didn't even need to be there. But I'm still thinking, man, that I don't know what what it is. Is it is grappling going more to where people just want to do spots, or are we going to go back to where people want to play pace and play here? Because I think that's the reason why base. And Walter was the best match of the uh, of the weekend and possibly of the year because they ra- they had the wrestling that you like that people like, but they had the story behind it with the heel yeah. making everybody get behind a willing babyface who you can invest in or you buy and you can deposit your hate into that heel's bank account and then transfer <laughs> over to the babyface. And I'm um I'm and switching phones, guys. Okay. And um, I don't see that too much nowadays, where you have the people depositing they um they hate into um the hills anymore. I know y'all um last week y'all were talking about Bear, uh, Barry Corbin, but obviously with that with everything they did on Monday night, I don't even think they believe in Barry Corbin with that colossal man. Oh, I think they do because they get more heat. Yeah, that gives them even no, more. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, he, I'm letting Darrell, like, I, I, after all the fans, like, they ain't got nothing but face and shit in Baron Corbin. They, they keep, they turn his failure into a storyline. <laughs> they turn, I, you I know, of, his, his TV failure, I should say, his GM. They turn they that went into. went away from the whole story you know, that they were building the whole weekend before even all the way to the um, the night of the show about Cedric Alexander having to fight that leg injury. And then I guess they looked over that to go, I guess, build him up for AJ to face AJ in his hometown. They put sympathy on him by having the club come beat him up. And then 
if we think I'm thinking of building for Ricochet to seem like he's playing two big giants by beating two bigger guys than him to get to the King of the Ring finals. When they just let Elias, who's just 24-7 champion, beat Ali, possibly beat Buddy Murphy, who could have potentially been one of the hottest people coming out who they sacrificed, and let Elias beat him clean to be the heel heater for um the future named Shorty G um to go over maybe. So Yeah, um, I don't know. It seems I mean, I don't know. Seems like maybe you 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 booked something in your in your head and it didn't come out. And Oh no, I, I never go I ain't no one of them people that go that see that like something to go a certain way, then they then can't understand. I already I understand why they going with Elias and um and um Chad Gable. They started that feud before the tournament. He was the first person to call Chad Gable short and diss him. I think that was on the um SmackDown episode that you covered with Wade Travis, and you ranting about that back show, that backstage in um interaction. Oh, okay. He did it on that show and that Wednesday. So, you know, they just re- going back, uh, calling themselves, calling back to it when this team should come up and they finally fight. So I see the story that they want to tell, but it's still, you know, they ain't do a good job at it. <laughs> I understand the hustle. You know, I, hey, you talk to somebody who's had the hustle. They tried to hustle people. I, hey, and you, so I understand from one hustler to another, but you ain't even a hustler. <laughs> the weekend shows was um, good though. Except New Japan going to um, fight TV, even though I buy New Japan World, and now you want me to pay this thirty-five dollars. I'm glad I found me a bootleg screen. All you, had to, all you had to do was wait 48 hours, though, Darrell, and then it's, now it's on New Japan. Yeah, I, I did that also, but still, I wanted to try to keep up with it while, you know, it was going on at the same time. But they streams were messing up, so that's why I had to go back and watch it. Even the bootleg streams of the people was, you know, showing the stream from fight. It was, it was messing up anyway, so... I guess. Yeah. And um, I ain't paying fifty dollars for no pay per view when you pay ten dollars a month to get all the pay per views. So I found my bootleg stream for AEW again. So I had to go there. You don't gotta be so proud of it. Uh. Hey. <laughs> you gotta be proud of it, man. <laughs> hey, it's a free yeah. market out here, baby. That's not a free market, really. <laughs> It's my that's my type of free market. Free market is you can find it for free, baby. <laughs> well, like why? Dude, why, are there no, why are there no investigative reporters out here? Uh, you know, investigating these corporations and these politicians. Like, hey, Drell, you wanna buy this newspaper? Nah, I'm trying to read that shit for free online. Fuck you, me, my free market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can't have it. <laughs> 
Well, that's why the paper industry died anyway. Because <laughs> people can read it for free online. Isn't that what happened? Yes, that's exactly my point. Did you just read it? Oh, my. All right. Um, I ain't paying no yeah, attention, man. Like I told you, I was sitting here. Uh, my bad. But um, Rich, um, yeah. Dillon off was great. Yo, he spun this motherfucker 40 times? Yo. Yes. Yep. Forty. That was amazing. Shout out to shout out to Lynn Manuel Miranda for pointing that out. But yeah, forty <laughs> times. Like, think about spinning forty times with no weight. <laughs> he had a grown man. What? Those two fucking goofs won the tag titles. Holy shit. Cesaro is different, man. Mm-hmm. And and now um. Whoa! The right man, Zach Gibson is amazing, man. If they just had them two guys versus um, I forgot what they call themselves now, um, Wells Express or something. But if they just had them two fighting each other instead of having Dallas in there, I thought that match would be even better than what it was. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you have uh, the mod. It's funny to me how you have a guy like uh. Even by his own admission, when we went to New Orleans, before I met up with Cam and everybody, I got to go to the Progress show, and he was there. And Mark Andrews, like, everybody was taking pictures with um, pretty strong style. They're taking pictures with, you know, Keith Lee. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm the dude people, like, I'm the little brother. No one knows who I am. And it's like, this dude has his own band. So he's got like mini Jericho going where he's singing himself down to the ring. And he's been great and TNA wasted him. Like wasted that man. And who are we talking about? What? Mark Andrews? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Andrews, that good for that good for him. Yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, saw Mark a... Andrews, yeah, one of the best one of the best performances on that show. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. And Gibson, like Cam was saying, Gibson's great because he's also a trainer. So he's trained most of the younger guys that are coming through in the UK. And he's just a quality guy. Like, he's, he, he trained most of the progress guys. And he, the fact that you see him and giving him love, like, that's great because that means he's finally get a chance, kind of like, you know, like a Lance Storm or something to show that he knows what he's teaching. Uh-huh. Plus, I like how he handles the crowd when they pick up their shoe. Pick up, they take their shoe off and pick it up. I don't understand what that means, but hey, man, <laughs> I like how he handles. It. It's total disrespect. I what are you doing, Trey? All those people. So, and Trey, you don't have to worry about that match. I know you don't like old girl who won. Who beat Yo, she beat her queen. But they didn't really yeah. give it a match. According to how they showed the real highlight. Yeah, she'd be the queen. But they were telling us it was more of a story, a like a eight minute story because they didn't didn't even rap for that long. They didn't rap for like nine minutes. And um you could tell Tony I guess they had Tony come out there and you could tell that she was really feeling that her friend turning on her and, and bringing up issues that shouldn't be brought up. She cried in the ring. No. Okay, so are you going to do it or no? Tony Storm ain't shit. I don't even just making me not like Tony Storm. Okay, because I'm kind of, ma'am. 
Piper never. Start the show. Watch this taste out of my mouth. I want to ask you, Rich, with you being there, what was your best match uh, on the AEW show? I think Richard, 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 Richard. What happened? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm arguing with Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was asking since you were there, man. What was your uh, favorite match at uh, the AEW show? Oh, um, God. I, 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 I've com- like I said, I think I said that in the audience. <clears throat> I've committed to the fact that I, di- I don't know how he figured it out, but Cody Rhodes has had my favorite AEW match every time. And yeah. it's a mixture of, like, NWA stuff and just, like, it was a logical thing. Like Cam, I'm sorry, not Cam, Travis and Wade were talking about the feud, some feud. What was it you were talking about on Monday, Travis, where you were like, oh, they're going to hate each other's guts and start up with a lockup? <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns. Roman and, uh, and Rowan. Okay. Or, or so Roman and Brian, you, got, you know, whatever. Yeah. So you got Sean Spears and Cody. And it started because the man got hit out the back of his head, bleeding all over the place. So as soon as Cody Rhodes' music hit and he come down, as soon as he's near the ring, he's diving through the ropes because Spears had begged off like a heel to let him enter. And they they brawl for about seven minutes before the match officially starts. And then at no point during the match are they doing moves that are more like, uh, what's the right word? Like where you have not necessarily get sick because it's still with a pro wrestling match. But it's not like they're doing pretty things. It's like it was a fight. And then you get Kelly Blanchard being, huh? I'm I'm just going with you, Rich. Like they're not they're not trying to show each other up. They're trying to beat each other. Right. Right. Like to your point, Cam. There was a spot where he uh, Spears got on top of Cody, and it could have been one of those cute, like if it was a, the spot where you put your knees on the chest, I put my legs up, pull you back, and it's pinfall, pinfall, pinfall. And the ref went to count one, and Spears is just lifts his leg up and just starts punching Cody in the head. And Tully Blanchard, that's the thing that blew my mind the most out of that match, which made it my favorite. Tully Blanchard became J.J. Dillon, which... In my head, I don't know how that happened, but that's time. Time makes all of us old. So instead of him being the cocky wrestler, he's now the wily manager. And so he's doing every trick in the book while the ref's not looking. Everything. And then Arn Anderson has to show up, hits the spine buster on him. And then MJF, I don't know if you saw that. I think you did, um, Darrell. But MJF, I wrote on Twitter, he, it, seeing that match, he turned into every, like, 80s WCW or NWA babyface. The way uh-huh. he was earnestly jumping up and down. But it, it, like, I took a picture from where I was sitting, and he is in midair, like, the end of Rocky Two, just, like, pure joy on his face after Cody won. And I was like, yeah, this dude in a couple of years when he goes face. And then I listened on the ride to the airport, him talking with Jericho. Even though he was in character, he gave out so much. Just like, you know, again, cheap cheap plug, but when I interviewed him, he talking about Piper, talking about people who he, he idolized as a kid, and was like, if I'm going to do it the way they did it, I have to do things different than guys who do it in the Indies. So I'm not going to do flips. I'm not going to, I'm going to be a solid wrestler, but I'm going to talk you, I'm going to talk your head off. Yeah. Yep, and once, uh, once he turned on Cody, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. 
Hopefully and, you know, I like the Young Bucks match. I I probably would have said that was my, you know, from move and a storyline standpoint, that was awesome. But there was just so much going on, and it was probably one of the best ladder matches I've ever seen. But it was also one of the most dangerous matches where I was just like, nah, homeboy, you know, Phoenix came in with a bad ankle. So every spot he took, instead of landing on his feet, he would land on his knees. And, I, you know, that's Robin Peter to pay call. And that's not that's not a good, yeah. And then the spot where uh, Nick okay, Jackson was Rick. supposed to get shoved, you thought it was okay? Yeah, I thought that match was okay. Okay. It's the both styles, but I, I I like when they wrestled. Remember when they wrestled Kenny Burton and um, Oda, and they had to wrestle mm-hmm. somebody else's style, and they told more of a story? Well, I think I, they can I like tell a story. I think with the ladder match, time. though. I think the thing with the ladder match is you're not going to be able to tell a match. You know what I mean? Like, if you're in a ladder match, there's no story to tell. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah. what can we do? How can we top it? Like, they even talk, tell the story about how um, they did the one spot during Ladder Wars and Ring of Honor against uh, the Addiction where they wanted to do the best melter ever off the ladder through a table. And Nick thought it was a great idea. And then in the middle of the match when they were setting up for it, he was scared to death because he thought he was going to drop Frankie Kazarian and break his neck. And Frankie Kazarian on the other side is scared that they're all tired and the spot's not going to look right. So he's grabbing for dear life. He's like, if you guys watch that video back, you could see we both were like, this isn't a good idea. But it was already, you had already committed to it. You can't just let each other go and then get off the table gingerly. And we're like, sorry, we're done here. <laughs> like, uh, one second, sir. <laughs> I just asked you one guy stand up in the audience. Like, you know what? Congratulations, you guys. We're going to do something stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's like, drive home safely. We're, we're good. Yeah. We're good. We're done. Goodbye. Yeah, but, yeah, and then, no. I didn't get the chance to watch until today the Walter match, but that was magnificent. Yeah. I but Walter's the chief oh. code. Like, and, and, and the issue, I think, with NXT UK compared to, say, like, what Travis and Cam were talking about earlier about the indies with Craig is they truly have killed the UK indies. Like, there's no one left, and then as of January, there's nothing for anyone to do about it. And it it stinks because you have guys like, like Pete Dunne is getting treated by like a pariah by some of the local uh, UK fans because his first argument was, because he ran his own promotion, Attack Wrestling, he, he was like, this is great for us. This You know, WWE isn't trying to Bigfoot. This is a year ago he had put up all these tweets, like Progress and all these other places to thrive. And, and now, like, he's radio silent, and these people are like, hey, you said you guys would keep showing up, and now you can't show up. I mean, yeah. Everybody got to get paid. Well, I agree Everybody got to get paid. Unfortunately, you know, the, the the advantage you have in America and really North America when you had Canada and Mexico, you got like 400 yeah. million people, you know, yeah. compared to however many fucking, you know, maybe 100 million people in all of the UK, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, and, but you can also import people like, you know, one of the yeah, guys who's problematic. Of Europe, where, where pro wrestling just isn't, you know, dominant like it is here, but just saying, like, the talent pool is just, just the numbers-wise, it's just less. 
and it's not in the culture like it is here. Yeah, and there's also the issue now, like I was just mentioning, when you, when you think about like in like Japan is the opposite. It's like they've got this tiny population relative to the rest of the world. But they don't have no trouble stealing uh, people wanting to be wanting to be wrestled because over there it's like people wanting to play football over here or basketball or whatever. They just Everybody wants to, or it's a big ton of people that want to. So, at least that's my impression. Well, and the big thing for the, I think the biggest difference is you have a culture, and a, like you said, like yeah, there's the interest, but you also WWE can't just show up in Japan and learn and take over and make their own version of Japanese wrestling style. They're too, to be honest, they're too xenophobic to allow that to happen. Well, 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 yes, and also. The only reason there was a lot they they, they can happen in Europe is because they don't have a wrestling like they don't have a wrestling culture in in Europe. Pro wrestling. They do though. I I strongly disagree with that. They okay. do. That's why well, WXW and the WXW have a battle because New Japan bought the um deal of Dojo in um the UK themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's to the point where. It's not like WWE could even if WWE and the bet could come into into Japan, they just they just wouldn't make it because the the audience I, I think, is Yeah. Culture and industry are two different things. I think right. say, like they both have a culture. Japan has a an industry that's recognized worldwide. I think that might be a better way of putting it. Yeah. And when you look at UK they tried to do World of Sport in WWE. That's when they started NXT UK. Like, they claimed they were going to put this on television. It's only on the network, and they kind of sporadically take things. And so they, again, to, to Darrell's point earlier, they bought all these folks out, froze them, and then World of Sport died. And now they're like, ah, we'll figure it out. And the, because there isn't an industry that's clamoring for it, like there isn't this hole where it's like, oh, we needed this thing, like Cam was saying, it was allowed to happen. That won't happen in Japan. There's not going to be a Black right. Monday in Japan where all of a sudden TV Ashi drops New Japan for Vince's wrestling ornamentals. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And also, though, I felt like they did have a chance for people to become more stars because um, I watched the project you got me on there. Do Not Resuscitate could have been some uh, group that could have blowed up even more if they would let them stick around a little bit longer, maybe a year or two years. Yeah. And, you know, you still have groups like, you know, one of my favorite black wrestlers in the U.K., is as problematic as uh, Will Ospreay, but he hasn't gotten that national look, and that's the OJMO. He said some wildly inappropriate stuff. He's a great wrestler, but he said some borderline homophobic stuff. He said he, he's just not a good person to give a keyboard. <laughs> and so that messes him up coming over to the United States because no one wants to book him. I understand that. I know Travis just mad at that. Um, um, no, I, don't know. I was gonna be mad either way. Oh, there's there's no, yeah, there's no. I'm either mad or I'm happy, and I'm happy and mad. 
But no, that makes sense since she's the one that's going over to be on the big show. Now I got I got a question to ask all of y'all. Um, since um, NAC coming to uh, National Television soon, do they come up and go ahead and give Undisputed Era all the titles and have everybody chase? I had started this conversation with Cam, but I just wanted to ask you guys. Are you telling me as a, a smash couch on fire and then turn around and take his title a week or two later? Like, that's going to be some real bullshit. What's I think, um, the whole two? Huh? What if he had burned the holes, too? That would have been crazy. <laughs> 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 hold on, buddy. Chamber with MLW. Yeah, 
Uh, yep. <laughs> war, war, war chamber? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, is that you're making it up, or is that what they're, that's, that's called? No, no, that's the actual name. That's the actual name. Wow, War Chamber. Well, I mean, yep. only so many, I guess, ways to describe the thing. <laughs> you know. In the war, baby. Yeah. Chamber. Um, all right. All right. Let's end things there. I appreciate y'all. Thanks, Jarrell. Talk to you next week. All right, y'all. All right. All right, Cam, Rich, appreciate y'all time and the energy. Uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, chiming in with your tweets and your emails and your calls. Uh, we'll get at y'all next week. Same time, same channel. Uh, free folks, this is the end of the road for y'all. So we'll be back next week. VIP folks, click over. Me and Rich will be by uh, for another hour or so of content. So go ahead and please listen. And uh, until next time. Yeah.